Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is May 23rd, a Tuesday. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Injuries that a teen surfer suffered over the weekend in the waters off of Stone Harbor were confirmed to have likely been from a shark attack. Mm-hmm. Officials said the incident happened at 3 p.m. on Sunday. First responders uh, went to the call along the beach at 109th Street after 15-year-old Maggie Drozdowski of Exton reportedly sustained injuries from a shark attack while she was surfing. Law enforcement said uh, that she sustained several lacerations to her left foot and calf. She She received on-site treatment and was given six stitches at a nearby hospital to treat the wounds. On Monday, officials said that uh, her injuries were consistent with those typically associated with a shark of an unknown size and type. Yeah, you think six stitches, you know, that's a big cut. It's not huge, huge, but we're looking at a picture of her foot. Yeah, that would hurt, man. It's a little sliced up. Yeah. Yeah. And you listen, you, you know. I've spent a lot of time, a lot of my life in the ocean and swimming out and, you know, covering distances, swimming across a bay, all that stuff. That's all great. But if something ever brushes against oh, you, you, oh my God, you like want to a- die. Yeah, I so agree. this I would agree. be nine levels of hell. Oh, yeah. I mean, she, we're actually going to talk to her later this morning. Yes. She's going to call him. But um, she was saying, like, she, afterward, like, she said mm. when she thought about it, she felt, uh, it felt like a foot went into a mouth. Like, she said now that she thinks about it, that's what. just it. It's exactly what you do not want. Well, you know, I Go in the mouth of anything. I immediately went to my shark tracker app, and there is a shark named Jekyll. He's a white shark, and he was off of the coast. Like, he's been in that area for a while. He was, yesterday he was pinging uh, a little north of Atlantic City, so, uh, but this was on Sunday, so I don't okay. know, but. So do we now want to say officially this was a great white shark? It was a great yeah. white yeah. No, 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 she, no, 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 yep. no, it's a, it's a white shark. I think that's She repelled a great white shark attack. Uh, no, it's no. a good white shark. Uh. I think that is different than a, a great white shark. Now, you know, it says the last recorded unprovoked attack in New Jersey came in 2017, and that was not fatal either. Right. Okay. Right. So, I, so I don't think they're any different, by the way, Kev. I think they're white sharks. Yeah. The yeah. Same. Oh, yeah. the same. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, it wasn't. It didn't look. Uh, but on Nick, my, just some aren't good. Nick on my app, it didn't look huge. Like I imagine a great white. So yeah. I, but I, I like Nick's idea. It's a good white shark. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, great. great. Let's, let's not give him too much white credit. Yeah. There are <laughs> good white. There are white tip sharks, I believe, that have yes. on their dorsal fin. But that is, they're completely benign. In fact, they're very benevolent to parties. <laughs> yeah. No, they're yeah. Uh, reef sharks are white uh, tips, and they're pretty small. I, I saw one in Hawaii, which is pretty cool. My wife was. Diving over the past couple of days, she she got away on a little on a little vacation, and there were a whole bunch of nurse sharks around her, which were not aggressive. Okay, oh, right. uh, yeah, they're not? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, not. I saw those in the Caribbean. Yeah, they're cool. Uh, they they sometimes stay; they don't move. Like they'll stay on the bottom and just sit there. And if you are bitten by another shark, they will come to your aid. Yes, they because will because they're nurses. They're, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can tell they have a little red yeah, cross yeah, yeah. on their dorsal fin. I like the candy striper sharks. Yeah. They'll give you reading uh, material when you're diving. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. This happening though now, like right before Memorial Day weekend, like nope. bad timing. <laughs> so everyone heads to the shore. And well, let's go to Keenan's. Go it's not really ocean going in the ocean. It's not though, you, weather-wise. Uh, it's not... Yes, if you are a child, you immediately want to go in the water. Yeah. Doesn't matter. 
Uh, officials said an investigation between police and local marine life experts is still underway at this time. There are no restrictions on beach activities, but officials in Stone Harbor did warn beachgoers to be cautious. Even though odds of being a victim of a shark attack are low, just one in about 11.5 million officials claimed. I talk to the seagulls. They like to rat things out, you know. They, they see a lot from their vantage point. Two Philadelphia inmates planned and executed an escape from prison with the help of a lookout on the inside, a hole in a prison fence, and a quick call to Uber, document state. Nasir Grant and Amin Hurst are now back in custody after a 10-day investigation that spanned three states and led to charges uh, for four additional people. Three hours before breaking out of the Philadelphia Industrial Correctional Center, 18-year-old Hurst made a phone call from inside the prison, according to documents obtained by CNN. Someone picked up, then passed the phone to an unknown male. Meet at the bridge behind the prison, Hurst told the man on the recorded line. After that, the escape was a go. Hurst and 24-year-old Grant slipped out of their cells at 8.30 on May 7th, they crawled to the shower area of their cell block and waited for Jose Flores Huerta, another inmate, checking the guard tower to give the all clear an affidavit of probable cause states. Hurston Grant then snuck out an exit and moved through a hole cut in the prison fence. They climbed over two additional barbed wire barriers. Uh, nearly all of this was caught on camera, though Philadelphia law enforcement did not notice uh, for about 19 hours, court documents say. Both inmates were caught by U.S. Marshals within 10 days of the escape, and four additional people now face charges for helping them escape. Uh, the number Hearst called on Sunday afternoon prior to the escape belonged to 21-year-old Zani Stalling. At the end of the call, Hearst was recorded saying love you, Zani. Stalling names uh, was also used to book the Uber ride that Hearst and Grant uh, took after the pair broke out. So they called Uber after they broke out of prison. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not like today's in Shawshank. <laughs> uh, the intersection where they were picked up was about two miles from the prison. They were taken to an address in South Philadelphia. During the ride, Hearst made a call to someone named Mike, who police identified as Michael Abrams. Police say Abrams and Hearst affiliated with the same gang. That's the difference, Preston. So, you know, he crawls through the, the pipe of all the sludge and human waste, and there's a lift car waiting for yeah. him at the end of the day. Hi, Mike. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Can you drive to say Watanao, please? <laughs> His biggest decision was whether to go with Lyft or Fuber. <laughs> Marshall. He had a better rating with Lyft. Marshals followed dozens of tips during their manhunt of Hearst and Grant, and the investigation spanned Pennsylvania, New York, and Delaware. Grant was found three days later after the escape uh, in Philadelphia, disguised in full female Muslim garb and a head covering, according to the U.S. Marshal Service. Nine- oh, horrible murder! <laughs> Still on the land! Nine days after the escape, a family member of 18-year-old Hearst called law enforcement to negotiate his voluntary surrender, and Mar- uh, the Marshal Service said, but after negotiations failed, uh, the family missed three deadlines to turn Hearst in. Marshals went to a residence where he believed Hearst uh, would be hiding and captured him entering a car with his mother and brother. Stalling, Abrams, and Woods were each charged with four felonies for allegedly helping Hearst and Grant escape. Flores Huerta was charged with two felonies related to the prison break. The U- uh, driver of a U-Haul who crashed into a security barrier in Lafayette Square near the White House Monday night was arrested on multiple charges including threatening to kill or harm a president, vice president, or family member according to U.S. Park Police. The truck crashed into security barriers on the north side of Lafayette Square at 16th Street just before 10 p.m. and officers detained the driver, the U.S. Secret Service said. There was no uh, there were no reported um, there were no injuries reported to any Secret Service or White House personnel. A preliminary investigation revealed the driver who had 
has not been publicly identified may have intentionally struck the barrier, the Secret Service later said. While authorities have not provided specific details on the alleged threat, the U.S. Park Police uh, said the man faces the charge of threatening to kill, kidnap, or inflict harm on a president, vice president, or family member. Besides all those charges, he's going to be in a world of trouble with U-Haul. With U-Haul, oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. He's not getting <laughs> yeah. his deposit I, back. I, I am sure. sorry. Yep. Did he take uh, out insurance? Like, because if he did, then maybe he'll be okay. Well, uh, yeah. uh, maybe, but uh, they're not going to be happy. Yeah. Steve. It looked like he did it intentionally. I don't what? think he needs to worry about U-Haul. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. I, that'd be like the least of his worries, I think. I don't know, man. <laughs> it ret- can be tough. Yeah. I brought back a hand truck that had a ding in it. Yep. Oh, I got called on the carpet. Yeah. Uh, the driver was also arrested on charges of assault with a dangerous weapon, reckless operation of a motor vehicle, destruction on federal property, and trespassing. Uh, after the crash, the truck was searched for bomb uh, by bomb technicians, and no explosives were found. However, there was a video uh, of Park Police taking inventory of the U-Haul truck, packing up several pieces of evidence. Among the items that appear to be from the truck uh, are a flag of what appears to be a swastika, a black backpack, and a roll of duct tape. The FBI's National Capital Response Squad is assisting Park Police and the Secret Service in the investigation. In sports this morning. Ball sacks are yummy. The Phillies lost to the Arizona Diamondbacks 6-3 last night at the ballpark. What the f*** is this? Lourdes Gurriel Jr. extending the longest active hitting streak in the majors to 15 games with a home run double and two RBIs in the win. Kyle Schwarber and Bryson Stott hit solo homers for the Phillies who have lost six of their last eight games. The series continues tonight. Matt Stram will get the start at 640. Nikola Jokic had 30 points, 14 rebounds, and 13 assists, and the Denver Nuggets advanced to the NBA Finals for the first time in team history, sweeping the Western Conference Finals with a 113-111 win over LeBron James and the Lakers last night in Los Angeles. In the Eastern Conference, the Heat lead the Boston Celtics three games to none and can sweep the series tonight to advance to the finals. Tip-off for Game 4 is set for 8.30 in Miami. The Florida Panthers shut out the Carolina Hurricanes 1-0 last night in South Florida. Sergei Bobrovsky helped to put the Panthers on the brink for the first trip to the Stanley Cup Finals in 27 years. He stopped 32 shots for his first playoff shutout and out of the last 110 shots he faced, he stopped 109 starting in the third period of the four overtime win in Game 1. Game 4 is tomorrow night and in the Western Conference the Vegas Golden Knights are up 2-0 over the Dallas Stars and Game 3 is tonight in Dallas. The puck will drop at 8 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy. Looking at our list of things to do today, we'll start with the fact that it is Tattoos Day. Yay! And so we have a chance for you to win a $350 gift certificate, Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Uh, they're at 1729 South Street in Philadelphia, and you can check them out at floatingworldtattoos.com. But we'd like you to text the word tattoo to 39333, and you'll automatically be in the running for a Preston and Steve Show themed tattoo. <laughs> so let's get you that today. And let's see a bunch of uh, Preston and Steve tattoos at our 25th anniversary party I was this the Friday same thing. at Keenan's. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? I, how many, I mean, we are, I always ask this question every couple of months. How many people are out there walking around with Preston and Steve tattoos at this time? Yeah, hundreds. Uh, hundreds, yeah. gotta be. Yeah. Um, so maybe we can get everybody together and we can do, uh, I don't know, a picture or something. Yeah, or put on a chorus line. That yeah, I would yeah. like to see. So uh, that's going to be on Friday, obviously, and we want to see you there for that. Now, as Kathy had mentioned earlier, uh, we are indeed going to have this young gal, uh, Maggie, who's a shark bite victim, on the program. She's going to give us a call in the 8 o'clock hour, just kind of get a first-hand 
uh, account of what went on. She repelled a great white attack. I mean, a great white attack. It was incredible. <laughs> no, we'll we'll find out what she uh, experienced. Uh, we also have our friends from Sequoia Outback are going to drop off some goodies for us and some goodies for you. Uh, they're doing what we call a meat need, so they bring us food and we give you stuff. And uh, they are going to give you a, uh, a chance to win uh, 50 bucks to help fill your fridge and get you set, get some beverages, get mm. something to eat. Yeah, 50 set. bucks worth of mayonnaise. For the holiday weekend, if Ooh. you need $50 worth of mayonnaise, you can get that too. <laughs> if you need a bag of weed, you can sure. get that. Sure, get a bag of weed. <laughs> Put it in the fridge, right? Whatever, man. Right? Yeah, you Does just it keep better in the fridge? I don't know. 50 bucks for whatever you yeah. need it for. Uh, and uh, Sequoia Outback, <laughs> you can check out their info at decksupplies.com. They are awesome. Uh, and we have a new coolest teacher to announce. Yes, it is time to do it. Yesterday, we had asked the students of Bristol High School to text in and tell us that they thought the coolest teacher of the past year has been. Fairly small school. Yes. And so people got on board and uh, they spoke up and they let us know. And we now have an answer for you. We would like to congratulate the coolest teacher of the year from Bristol High School, Mr. Brian Swift. Mr. Swift is a biology teacher. And as we're finding out with a lot of these coolest teachers, he does so much more than that. He is also the varsity head wrestling coach. There you go. And he is the junior high head football coach wow. because they're 7 through 12, I believe, at Bristol High School. So he handles the junior high. Yeah, he's, he's juggling two sports that he's the head coach for. Uh, and uh, apparently... The gang love him. In fact, it says, fun fact here, he owned his own DJ business, too. It's oh, a fun fact. Fun fact. So, yeah. yes, uh, he teaches biology and anatomy and physiology as well. So, Mr. Swift, they love you over there. And they want to set you up with some cool stuff. So, we are going to give you the official Preston and Steve, coolest teacher of the year, coffee mug. It's kind of like... And the Academy Award for yeah. teachers. Oh, it's better. So we're going to give that to you. Yeah, you can actually yeah. use it for something. Yeah. Use you can't drink out of an Oscar. And uh, we're also going to give you a $50 gift card from our friends at Five Below who sponsored this event. So congratulations, Mr. Swift. Any relation to Taylor? Uh, or Jonathan. Do or, not or know. Or DeAndre? Or maybe. Who yeah. Knows? It could be, he could be a relative to all of them. Who all knows? All right. It's time to choose a new school. To vote, and it's uh, Nick McElwain's All right. turn. So there's got jar of destiny, the yeah. giant jar Reaching of in. school names. All right, Preston, who are we gonna get? Got me a name here. Oh, we're staying in Philadelphia, not too far from Bristol, actually. Northeast High School in Northeast PA. Oh. Northeast Philadelphia. Oh. Northeast High School in the Great Northeast. It is now your turn to vote, and we're gonna give you a till around this time tomorrow morning. And you can text the word TEACHER to 39333. We'll send you the voting link. And obviously, let the school know, let the staff know at Northeast High School that you have been chosen. And they'll pass the word. And we will have votes aplenty. And then tomorrow morning, we'll find out who the winner is and we'll give them the prize. So once again, it's Northeast High School, Northeast Philadelphia. Text the word T-shirt to 39333. And by the way, if you know Mr. Swift from Bristol High School, let him know. Yeah. And so he can uh, give us a call. You're looking at a notable alumni at Northeast High School, Nick? I am, yeah. And uh, a name that comes up uh, on my Instagram feed quite a bit, and I know he's a huge fan of the show, uh, Drew Gulak, the professional wrestler. Oh, we love Drew. Yeah. 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 Drew's such a great guy. He came out to Canva last year, and he 
graduated from Northeast uh, High School. Oh, that's great. I like yeah. that guy. Yeah, Wait, yeah we, me too. We didn't say the, the notable for yesterday. We didn't mention it, did we, Nick? We did not, no. no. It's uh, Mike Missinelli. Mike Missinelli oh, the, from one Bristol. Of te- one of the teachers uh, emailed me and was like, that's our claim to fame. Missinelli <laughs> went to Bristol, huh? All right. Oh, and Steve also uh, from, uh, and Casey, I know actually you're a fan, right? Lil Uzi Vert went to Northeast. Oh, Uzi Vert? Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Ooh. Rapper? Yeah. Uzi Vert? Uzi Vert. Uzi Vert, little Uzi Vert. Little Not Uzi the big Vert. one. It's right. like a great white and just a good white. Yeah. All right, so there you go. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. Got a bunch of entertainment stories and a stupid question passed along to you. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Hey, want to hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes. We snuck out of the building. WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Hold it right there. Don't do anything before we do the stupid question. The coolest teacher is on the We get to talk to him. So uh, let's go ahead and do that and find out a little bit about him. Uh, this is uh, the coolest teacher from Bristol High School, Mr. Brian Swift. Hey. Mr. Good Swift. Good morning, guys. Good, Good morning. morning. How are you, man? Doing awesome, man. It's great. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up, right? Uh, yeah, totally. All right. Now, first and foremost, how are you related to Taylor? That's what we want to know. <laughs> distant, distant cousin. So distant, I don't get to see her. Oh, okay, okay, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. And no money will exchange hands. <laughs> All right. So we, we had mentioned just a little bit about you, Mr. Swift. You're a biology teacher, physiology, but you do a fair amount of coaching as well, correct? I do. I love uh, coach their high school wrestling team and their middle school football team as well as esports. Wow. The, the coaching thing seems to be a prominent part of uh, people getting selected as coolest teacher because I think, obviously, they know you, um, you know, uh, obviously in the classroom, but you're coaching them in the various sports they love. That's got to be good for you all around. Absolutely. you got to get to know each and every kid, you know, and you get to know the community, give back, and it's just a lot of fun, man. It's That's great. You know what? Love I've it. never asked a teacher this. We've had so many of them uh, call in and, and, you know, they coach yeah. various teams. Do you get paid extra to be a coach, Mr. Swift? 
We do. All right. Oh, there you go. I didn't Not know. a lie. I, well, yeah. you yeah. know, I know how it is for yeah. teachers. Well, he's yeah. Taylor Swift is his cousin, so he doesn't need, he doesn't need the money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, no, it's it's crazy that you guys find the time to, to be able to pull off all of that at the same, you know, within a school year. It's amazing. Definitely a profession that you, lo- that you love. You love what you do, you know? Yeah. I, I think um, Brian and I may have worked together and not really known it. I'm, I'm not positive, but I think that um, my foundation, Fresh Smiles uh, Foundation, donated to your wrestling team. Brian, does that sound familiar? Yes, you did. Huh? We're uh, getting wrestling shoes for all our wrestlers. Yay! Yay! Awesome. That's so cool. Thank you, you for your donation. You are a rock star. Oh, <laughs> Kathy, this means you now have a direct line to Taylor Swift. That's so right. Absolutely. We'll have to work that later Brian on, and I so. are going to the show together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we got an in, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian, what are you, uh, you going to do when you have some time off this summer? So I spend a lot of time with my family. I have two kids and an awesome wife, Christine, and uh, just spend time with the family, teach a little summer school, and give back to the community, man. Going to have a lot of wrestling camps up at Bristol High School for the community for free. So. Love the attitude. Wow. It's excellent. Well, you sound like a good man, and the students certainly love you because they voted for you, and now we get to award you with the official Preston and Steve Cool's Teacher of the Year coffee mug, and our friends from Five Below are going to give you a $50 gift card to boot. All right, bud? Very cool. Thank you guys so, so much. Keep doing the great work. Mr. Swift, Brian Swift, biology, physiology teacher and uh, coach of multiple sports uh, teams at Bristol High School. The next school that has been chosen is Northeast High School in Northeast Philly. So text the word teacher to 39333 and we'll send you a link and your favorite teacher might end up on the air with us just like Mr. Swift did. Kathy basically saved this man's life. How about that? (laughs) How about that? Never even knew there was a connection. All right, um, I am going to pose a stupid question. You're grinning. I am. I'm going to give away a pair of tickets to see uh, comedians Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee, and this is Saturday, June 17th at the Met. And uh, this this is a tough question. All right. But it's a Latin phrase. Okay. And I need you to tell me what the Latin phrase means. And this might be one of those, you know, e plubis urnum standard phrases, but I've never heard this before. Conway Twitty. Yeah, so like... (laughs) Latin. I don't think so. <laughs> All right, here we go. In absentia lucis. Yes. Now, I'm going to mispronounce this probably. Okay. In abs- Malfoy. In absentis lucia, tenebre vincunt. Uh-oh. Oh, what? boy. It's what it says. V-I-N-C-U-N-T. All right, so that is a Latin phrase. What does in absentia lucis, tenebre vincunt, translate into. I wonder if my... 215-263-WMMR. My son takes Latin. I wonder if he knows what Ah! Yeah, okay. Latin is a very, as we said before, if you know Latin, it's a very handy language to know because a lot of our language derives, you know, from yeah. it. If you're on Jeopardy, or it's if you're in help a, you a great deal. If you're in a spelling bee, yep. there's a chance that Latin might come in uh, handy. I, I, Jace has to pick a language next year, and Latin is one of the choices. I was like, that's dumb. Do Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree. Probably get more out of Spanish than you would out of... Uh, That's what um, I said. But it is interesting, and especially if you go into a medical field. Yes. These things uh, kind of okay. help you. All right, so we'll go through that nonsense. Birthdays while we await your answer. <laughs> today being the 23rd day of May, uh, Drew Carey has his birthday today. God, I haven't heard this song uh-huh. in a long time. The Drew Carey Show was the... Uh, the theme to that, and of course now, this is the song he hears at work every single day. The Price is Right. He does a serviceable job. I mean, he's he's a funny comedian. He's a funny host, uh, you know. But I, I 
I miss Bob. Bob just nailed it. Bob Barker. Yeah. yeah. It's not his fault. I'm surprised, actually, that, uh, that The Price is Right is still around without Bob Barker. Yeah. One of the wildest things. So I will say this. Drew Carey, one of the primetime Price is Right episodes or installments, um, I, I was happened to be watching the night someone won a million dollars. One of those weird, like, oh, you won a million dollars. Like, dear God. There's a yeah. great documentary on, I think it's on Netflix, on this guy who was yes. just obsessed with The Price is Right. And he, he had been in the audience a multiple, multiple times, knew all of the prices and people, and like, the people that worked there all knew who he was. He was and, basically like their version of a, of a card counter. Yeah. Yeah. But he, it's, it's fascinating. And he really wasn't, he wasn't breaking the rules. He no. just knew his stuff. Did he get to be a contestant? Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he did. He yeah, 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 one time. All right. Uh, let me see who else we have here. Speaking of uh, game shows, Ken Jennings has his oh, birthday today. No. Now the host of Jeopardy and deserves to be. Ken does a great job. He does a great job. I, I know some of the people who are traditionally uh, game show hosts kind of are not thrilled that, that he's doing it, but he is the GOAT. He has every right to be there. He took a lot of of uh, tips and and uh, style from Alex Trebek. I think his I think his rhythm, his, his cadence that he uses, and it's comforting to me. And pays him homage all the time. Absolutely. Uh, so he turns fifty three today. Uh, Joan Collins, uh, the bitch, the slut, the whore. Yeah, filthy uh, tramp. No, there was a, a cooker. There was a series of, of movies. Yes. There was one called The Bitch. Her sister wrote them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then what was it? Was it just the bitch or the bitch, the whore, the slut? <laughs> I know, but Alexis is obviously her most famous role, right? Uh, and um, there was that for years. She dominated as far as the um, femme fatale or whatever you'd call yeah. her. Yeah, uh, she turns ninety years old today. Oh wow! Joan I mean, Collins, she, yeah. she goes back. If you look at her in her earlier years, I mean, she's an attractive woman, but she was a, a real sort of sex pot early on. Agreed. Melissa McBride. Carol from The Walking Dead. She's great. Uh, turns 58 years old today. Yeah, she, uh, you know, started off as a as a victim and then became a hardcore badass. So she's one of those people who's in the Frank Darabont stable. So she's in The Mist as well and, and other movies. You know, he's he likes her a lot. She's a solid actress. Mm-hmm. She delivers. She's uh, 58 years old today. She was also in The Prostitute and The Tramp. Okay, did not know okay. that. No, uh, Karen Duffy, who uh, went by the nickname Duff on MTV. And Dumb and Dumber. Uh, she's in, she has a small role in Dumb and Dumber, you're right. Uh, and she ended up having a, a really nasty chronic illness and still has issues with it. She's 61 years old today. She's partially paralyzed because of it. Yeah, and I never quite understood exactly what it is, but it, it to me seems like... Um, Something like a little bit like MS. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, uh, it's uh, neurosarcoidosis. If I'm pronouncing that correct. If or you not, say but... it loud enough, it really sounds, sounds atrocious. Yes, <laughs> dude. So she's 61 today. Uh, Ryan Coogler, the director. Oh, he's uh, solid. Brought us uh, the Black Panther films and Creed, uh, to name a few. Did you see uh, the second Black Panther film? Um, you Wakanda know what? I, no, what I didn't. That's I, where I am in the MCU now. There you go. Like, I wouldn't miss any one of these. It's it's serviceable. It's okay. I still haven't seen the Guardians movie. No. I know. Uh, I, what I used know. to be passionate. The, like, you, like it? you had I to look, go no, see no, it. No, I really did. I'm just, I'm, I feel bad for you that you're so far behind. Oh, I'll, I'll go see it. Yeah. Uh, I'll definitely get out and see it. I thought you were going, ah, like, don't no, see I, it. No, I, I love the Guardians okay. movie. Okay. There's such a quick turnaround, though. Uh, Ant-Man and uh, Quantumania is already on Disney+. Plus and- yep. I mean, you don't. Have, you probably won't have to wait long for Guardians to come out as well. Yeah, I know. Uh, anyhow, Ryan Coogler is 37. Uh, singer-songwriter Jewel. Who Remember this? 
in her car, right, in Alaska? That was when she was As younger. a legend. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think when she was trying to make her uh, make her way into the spotlight and through the music industry, yeah, she had uh, she didn't have a place to stay for a while. She had a um, fling with Sean Penn for a while. Uh, she is 49 years old today. And then the last birthday is actress Kelly Monaco. Ah. Uh, oh, I liked her. First contestant on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, and wasn't it like she won and then they redid it and then she didn't or the no, other way she, around? I think she lost and then, and then re- she was clearly a better dancer than... Um, Peterman, what's his name? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And John they, O'Hurley. John O'Hurley, yeah, and sure. so they did it again. Same contestants, yeah. and she ended up winning that time, I believe. But uh, she, she was, was cut up. General Hospital, great. Yeah. yeah, wonderful shape, beautiful woman. She is 47 years old today. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. This Latin phrase, what does it mean? In absentia lucis, uh, tenebre vincunt. Uh, what does that translate to? 215-263-WMMR. We will go to Elizabeth to see if we can get an answer. Yo, Elizabeth. Good morning. Good morning. All right, do me a favor. Translate that Latin phrase. In the absence of light, darkness prevails. She is correct. Ah! In the absence of light, darkness prevails. Elizabeth, hang on. We are going to give you a pair of tickets to see comedians Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee of the Bad Friends podcast Saturday, June 17th. The Met in Philadelphia tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster. Complete details at WMMR.com. I'm going to get right to it because we got going a little bit late here. We're going to start with, oh, let's begin with some Vanderpump rules. Ah! Ariana Maddox. Packed up her belongings and moved out of the house that she shared with Tom Sandoval on Monday. Uh, the Vanderpump Rules star shared a selfie to her Instagram stories as well, alerting fans that she is, quote, ready to dip out. Dip out? Okay. Dip out. I don't give mm-hmm. a f- what does that mean? Yeah, is that a phrase? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gonna, they're going to leave. I'm gonna, yeah, I know yeah, what I'm it gonna, means, but I mean... Uh, Where does dip out come when, from? When did dip start to what make it into the lexicon? It's been around for a little while. Has it? Yeah. It's like dog I, water. Yeah. I don't know who any of these people are. And, and like, I can't even be annoyed at these people because I don't know who they are. I don't know what they do. I don't know what they stand for. They stand for nothing. Okay. They're reality show stars. Yeah. So this ready to dip out comment, which she added with a wink face. A uh, wink face? Referred to an episode of the show in which Sandoval denies any romantic involvement with their friend and co-star Raquel Levis. Now I'm ready to dip out. Okay. You think you're ready to dip out? How about this? Things got a little heated on The View on Monday. But it wasn't due to any arguing. While discussing a report that claims 70% of people have cheated at bachelor or bachelorette parties, including everything from lap dances to a threesome, co-host Sonny Halston said that she's never seen a lap dance. So, Whoopi Goldberg <sighs> stood up from her chair and asked, would you like to see? Sizzling. And from there, the actress proceeded to emulate a lap dance for Halston. <laughs> Dude. You know, Whoopi farts a lot. She has been known to let one squeak out every now and then. Uh, so she had said, first, I'm looking at you, okay? And then I start to turn, and then it's all like this, and then like that. Oh, that and then shows- it's me going down over here, and then I go back on the side. So uh, she gave her a little lap dance uh, routine. On the view, we we often would comment. Uh, we go in if say the view is on. When we go back to the office, uh, Kathy, Whoopi's perpetually dressed <laughs> like a wrecking ball. I, 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 whoever gives her, her clothing just hates her. Mm. All right, uh, Michelle Yo, yeah, 
and Brie Larson <laughs> had their fair share of fun at uh, Caring's Women in Motion dinner Sunday night. What? Variety reports that this was at uh, the Cannes Music Festival, oh. I believe, or uh, Cannes Film Festival. Uh, hey, Variety reports that Yo, who was hey, yo. the <laughs> The recipient of the uh, Caring's Women in Motion Award for 2023 left the party at approximately 2 a.m. after enjoying a night of celebrating with the Fast FX star, Brie Larson. Uh, the pair were filmed dancing on chairs as a saxophone someplace nearby played. Uh, Yo and Larson hey, yo. shared the video to their respective social media pages. And Brie Larson, or actually uh, Michelle wrote, so happy to meet Brie Larson. Finally, we had so hey, much yo. fun last night. Uh, and so, yay, these stars oh, good for them. out bopping They're having around. parties. They're having a good time. A lot of fun, and they're wealthy and attractive, and they yeah. go to these events. Yeah. That's great. Uh, Jeff Bezos and... Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> I didn't know that was going to happen. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. Hey, yo. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> uh, Jeff Bezos and journalist Lauren Sanchez are engaged after nearly five years together. A source reportedly confirmed the couple's engagement to people after Sanchez was spotted rocking a large diamond ring in photos from their current vacation in the south of France at the Cannes Film Festival. Everybody's at the Cannes Everyone's Film Festival. Everyone's at the Cannes oh Film God. Festival. Anyone who's anyone is at the Cannes Film Festival. That's why we're not at the Cannes Film Apparently Festival. Apparently everybody was going crazy over Leo at Cannes. I only know this because I was at the nail salon yesterday, and it was uh, all over the TV screen. Well, he's there. in the new Scorsese film, which is getting rave reviews. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Scott, who reportedly received, uh, let's see. Oh, by the way, Sanchez and Bezos went public with their relationship in 2019, following Bezos' divorce from Mackenzie Scott. I didn't already say that, did I? No, you did not. Uh, all right. No. Scott, who reportedly... <laughs> <laughs> Scott, who reportedly received 25% of Bezos' Amazon holdings through their divorce, has made several high-profile donations in the years since, including $1.7 billion to various uh, racial justice, LBGTQ rights, and public health causes. Uh, Sanchez has joined Bezos in his charitable work as well, acting as vice chair of the Bezos Earth Fund, created from a $10 billion commitment from Bezos in 2020. She's there. also in charge of uh, mounting his annual seahorse party. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. And they have yet to address her engagement. Seahorses publicly. Forever. So they're on there, by the way, I think it's a 450 foot yacht that is as the tallest masts of any private yacht in the world. Yeah. It's a, it's a staggeringly magnificent ship that he basically built for her. In fact, the word is, I guess the masthead is modeled after her. On the bow of the ship. Well, that's a pretty special yeah, thing. Yeah, that's pretty nice. That'd be that's, nice. That sounded very Bill West. Well, that's well that was... Oh, I <laughs> hope she brushed her teeth. <laughs> I own Amazon. And the belt. <laughs> that was a very oh. chilly ride. <laughs> <laughs> it took an hour for my uterus to thaw out. <laughs> All right, uh, People reports that Renee Zellweger was photographed uh, supporting her boyfriend, Ant Anstead, uh, while his semi-professional soccer team won a championship recently. This is amazing news. One photo shows the pair hugging during the match. I love you. While the Wheeler <laughs> Dealers star was still in uniform. Huh. Oh, so he plays on the team. Okay. A semi-professional? Yeah. Okay, uh, so basically Little League. 
Yeah, I don't know exactly. What does semi-professional mean? Anyway? Semi-pro? Yeah. I don't know. What exactly does that mean? Do does you it mean half you a pro? Do you kind of make money? It's like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like almost an amateur league, but uh, you get a little bit of money. And, and you get a little bit of money? Okay. Yeah. Uh, the pair celebrated. You need another job beyond playing yeah. this professionally. Two years together last month. Uh, this is sad news. Paris Hilton is grieving the loss. Her 23-year-old chihuahua died. 23. 23. That is a long, long, the long life. Little ones live longer. They do. They tend to. Is that the one that, got, that went missing and that she was uh, freaking out about? Oh. I don't, I don't know. know where I am. I'm lost and I'm cold. The, the dog's name is... That's Her- hot. ...is Harayuku Bitch. Harayuku Bitch. Yeah. I think that's how you pronounce it. H-A-R-A-J-U-K-U. Harajuku. Harayuku Bitch. Uh, so, uh, Paris took to Instagram... ...Monday to share the news of the dog's passing. She said, for an incredible 23 years, she has filled my life... With so much love, loyalty, and unforgettable moments. Yeah, you imagine you've had a dog that long? 23 years? That's got to be tough. You have a dog for any amount of years. Uh, you know, a pet, if you're a pet person, it, it levels you. Uh, she was more than just a pet. She said she was a uh, family to me, a loyal friend who was always by my side through every twist and turn that life brought. That's the dog that taught her how to read. My way. I didn't even <laughs> know that. Had no idea. Uh, Demi Moore. And Andrew McCarthy enjoyed a mini Brat Pack reunion at the weekend. McCarthy shared a photo, he's 60 years old, by the way, of him and Moore together on Instagram while praising his former co-star and revealing that he is working on a Brat Pat documentary. Oh, I'd like to see that. Totally. About the group of 80s teen actors, which included, of course, Rob Lowe, Molly Ringwald, and Emilio Estevez. You could get them all. Uh, he said, so great to see, or he wrote in a caption, so great to see for the first time in years and years my St. Elmo's Fire co-star, the wondrous Demi Moore, and catch up for my Brat Pack documentary. They're all, yeah, they're all alive, are they not, from the, the St. Yeah. Elmo's crew? Yeah. Uh, maybe John Parr passed away or did the uh, the music, but. Well, he wasn't part of the crew. Yeah, he wasn't but, part of the crew, uh, but. St. Elmo's he's Fire. He's a man in motion. Was uh, McCarthy's big screen debut. I didn't know that. St. Elmo's Fire was, while it was uh, one of Moore's first movies after she started out on General Hospital. Of course, they both went on to star in several more of the area's iconic uh, movies, including Pretty in Pink, Mannequin, Weekend at Bernie's, Ghost, and Indecent Proposal. While Moore continued on with her acting career, McCarthy moved behind the camera to direct episodes of shows like Gossip Girl, Orange is the New Black, and The Blacklist. And he also pursued a career in journalism and has worked as both a writer and editor for National Geographic Traveler. He was in our studio one yes. time to promote that. Yeah. A world traveler at this point. And earlier this month, uh, he also released his fourth book called Walking with Sam, which chronicles the 500-mile trek that he took through the Camino de Santiago uh-huh. with his son, Sam, two years ago. And speaking of that, you know the Emilio Estevez. Uh, and uh, Martin Sheen made a movie about that. So he recently... Uh, met up with Emilio Estevez as well, so I'm sure they talked about that. Do you think that. that's something you'd ever be moved to do? No. To do that hike? It's, I don't it's, think it's, so. it's sort of an epiphany for a lot of people. Yeah. I, I would drive it in a Lambo. Uh, yeah, in a Lambo? It's probably not as emotional if you do it that way. But he did it with his son. He said it was a, it was a big deal. Yeah. Uh, in 2020, he released his first memoir called Brat, an 80s story, which explored the inner workings. Uh, and his life in the days of leading up his iconic 80, 80s roles and the come down that followed. In recent months, he shared similar posts with other members of the Brat Pack, including uh, two of his other St. Elmo's Fire co-stars, Lowe and Estevez, who he revealed he hadn't seen in more than 30 years. And despite this, he said uh, his reunion with Estevez felt like meeting his long-lost brother. Uh, Lowe, on the other hand, was the first actor McCarthy met in Hollywood. He said it felt like yesterday to see him so, again. So is Mayor Winningham considered, well, she's in that 
that cast, but she's not considered part of the Brat Pack. I don't think she stuck around no. long enough. She in became that, serious. And, and, yeah, and also those guys... Some of these, they, their movie careers crossed paths right. every now and then. Like a couple of people from St. Elmo's Fire would be in a different movie together. She never really yeah. seemed yeah. to cross those paths, I didn't think, anyway. Nah. So, yeah. The hell with her. Hell. Yeah, good. I don't know if one goes to her, but. Uh, all right, this is really interesting. Jude Law revealed during the Cannes Film Festival on Monday that he stunk up the set of the historical thriller Firebrand to better get into character. Ah, knock that stuff off. The actor (laughs) actor shared that he wore perfume that was made from blood, fecal matter, and sweat to portray Henry XIII. You can have to stink. Henry VIII, sorry. Yeah. Uh, He said, I read several interesting accounts that you could smell Henry three rooms away. His leg was rotting so badly, and he hid it with rose oil. Uh, the former king of England suffered from swollen ankles and leg ulcers in the final years of his life. He said, I thought it would have great impact if I smelt awful. What do the other actors think about this? Law found a perfumer who, as he relayed, makes wonderful scents, but she also makes awful scents. And she somehow came up with this extraordinary variety of blood, fecal matter, and sweat. Uh, the director, How do you make that? The fe- director of the film, uh, Karim An- Anuz, added, when Jude walked onto the set, it was horrible. So I'm sure they can't, love. Can't you act like he smells? No. Uh, this was sad news to see. Uh, Punisher Warzone actor Ray Stevenson passed away on Sunday. Uh, he was also in the Thor series. I loved his character of uh, films. I forgot the character's name. He was the larger yeah. guy with the really uh, yeah. big beard and Volstog. long hair. Volstog. Yeah. Did anybody watch the TV show Rome, which was on HBO a few years ago? Mm-hmm. One or two episodes. He was great in yeah. that. And it was sort of an underrated series that kind of came and went, but he was one of the main stars. And then he's in the, the Ahsoka series that's coming out, the Star Wars yes. uh, series. He has a prominent role in it, and, um, and obviously this will be one of his last acting roles. Yeah, he was 58. The cause of death is not known, but 58. it was apparently it was a uh, an aggressive illness of oh. some type that I came mean, on. They didn't so. even know, and then they, he oh, goes in, man. and then he, he, he passes away. His, uh, his take on The Punisher was really good, I thought. They did a pretty solid job. They returned to... Um, you know the, the 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 graphic novels and comic books, and uh, it was cool. Never like to hear stories like that. Well, um, so a couple other quick things, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, Vin Diesel told Variety over the weekend that Fast and Furious spinoffs are already in the works. They've done spinoffs, including one with a female Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah. One with a female lead. He said, "I started developing the female spinoff in 2017 with other spinoffs." And the sooner I deliver the finale, the sooner I can launch all the spinoffs. It's about family. He told the outlet. It's so. about family. It, what's it about? Family. Okay. Family. Yeah. Family. It's about family. Uh, people who've seen this most recent iteration say it's um, it's like a greatest hits movie. Oh. And apparently there are characters that have died in uh, past movies that are just back in this movie. And there's not Alive. a lot of explanation. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Most about family. Uh, even the dead family? Dead family. Yeah, so... Uh, last story, Deadline reports on a Monday, Netflix released a promo featuring Arnold Schwarzenegger as the stream plat- streaming platform's chief action officer. The Terminator actor says in the video, no one loves action as much as I do. Before introducing footage from his new show, FUBAR, as well as other action-packed series. So Obviously, that's just a uh, ceremonial title. Yeah, C-A-O. Let's send this off to Arnold. Action yeah. Officer, uh, so. anybody watch Mother yet? I mean, they're doing these action oh, movies yes, and stuff with uh, J Lo. Yeah, it, 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 it was 
it wasn't. Did you watch it? Yeah. It wasn't bad, but it was long. Like I was like, yeah. at, there, at one point I looked and there was still fifty minutes left, and I was like, I don't know if I could do fifty more. I minutes just did anybody see Ghosted? Because that's another one of the the, the Netflix. Oh, that no, no, that's AP, that's uh, Apple. Mm-hmm. Plus TV. Oh, is that Apple Plus? Yeah. I thought it was Netflix. With uh, Anna de Armas. Yes, and uh, Chris Evans. Mm. Well, what did you what did you think of Mother? Uh, Mother. I just didn't. Um, I didn't buy other? her as a badass, uh, as a CIA operative uh, just, assassin. How badass she look? Person. I mean, like her. No, she does. In, but... in a, a lot of the outfits, you know, she has like a tank top on. Her arms are jacked. Like I didn't. I didn't necessarily get that. I just was like. I didn't feel as though it was a waste of my time there after watching some movies. I was like, okay, whatever. Well, you're a J Lo fan. I, I think. Yeah, I uh, am. I'm looking at video of it. I mean, they need to. They need to. Ugl- they need to uglify her just a little bit to make it more believable. Oh She's God. too good looking. That's why it made it great. It's hot chick. <laughs> beating ass. Beating ass. Hot yeah. chick. Oh, yeah. Beating ass. Yeah. This is a great movie. The hot chick beating ass. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like I, I definitely bought Jennifer Garner in Peppermint way more than I did this. Uh, I'd like to apologize to yes. Jennifer Garner and her pool boy Ben Affleck for incorporating them into my fantasy life. You just I said- apologize to anyone who's been offended by my fictional creations: Chris Lagan, the philosopher of evil, and the Skull Sealer. Skull Sealer. I always have that at the ready. I noticed. I love that. Or right. like. Florence Pugh, Kathy, as uh, the you know, a Black Widow, along with uh, the other Black Widow. <laughs> Did you watch Jennifer Garner in the last thing he told me? I'm I am watching it. I'd like I... to apologize, <laughs> Jennifer Garner. Uh, that I loved. I couldn't get enough of that. They grind. They grind these movies out. You know, it was really like a, a terrible one. Was one with Gal Gadot and, and Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne Johnson. I Red I, Notice. Yeah, I, I mean. They, they grind these things out, uh-huh. and normally they would not get a, bl- a lot of attention. They'd be a direct-to-video you know, video or streaming release, which is obviously this is. Right. But now, because it's, as we're talking about the ship, Nick, you were talking about how quickly Guardians will probably be up for streaming. Um, they get a little bit more press, and then you end up watching them, and it's like, well, I think I would have probably passed right by this years ago. The latest uh, show I want to see that looks interesting to me is uh, that show Silo with uh, Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah. Oh, you, you, you got a crush on that. I do. I love her very If you much. like that, you're going to love Seattle on Kong Kong. Seattle on Kong Kong. Who's the star of that? Jennifer Garner. Seattle on Kong Kong. Yeah, Neil. All right, clips. Clips, clips, on Kong Kong. No, we need you. We need you badly. Can you carry out this execution? Okay. Yes. God. When you're done eating that stapler, we need you here. (laughs) Jack Harlow is putting down the microphone and picking up a basketball in the remake of White Men Can't Jump. And here he talks about working with co-star... Uh, Sequel Walls. Here we go. You know, I'll tell you something this guy told me on day one. I was real nervous showing up, and he said to me, I want you to know something. I don't see color. I said, damn. And after that, we're off to the races. Did he not sound like Elvis in that? I guess a little. Yeah? Okay, well then, I guess I thought he did. White Men Can't Jump is uh, a music player, man. Now on Hulu. Do you want to hear that? White Men Can't Jump, man. Want to play it again? Yeah. Uh, Hang on. Uh, you know, I'll tell you something, this guy. I'll tell you what, something, man. <laughs> man, said, I don't see color. I said, what are you, colorblind, man? At the beginning, he, he sounds like. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you something this guy told me on day one. Uh, let me tell you something. And then he told me that he needed to apologize to Jennifer Garner, man. <laughs> and the poor boy, man, I didn't understand what he's saying, but it seems sincere, man. 
<laughs> and then he brought up this guy, Chrisagon, apparently seal skull. <laughs> I said, man, that cat seals up people's skulls. And he said, you better believe that, man. <laughs> Look out, man. Look out, man. You yeah. better enjoy your mouth while you got it, because he's going to seal that up. <laughs> now, Chris is gone, man. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. There we go. Let's do the next clip. Here we go. Uh, the new show, Platonic, follows the story of two best friends navigating life in Los Angeles. In this clip, Seth Rogen discusses rumors about his iconic uh, laugh, actually. Here yeah. we go. Could you imagine the life I would be leading to have had to maintain a manufactured laugh since... <laughs> The late 90s. <laughs> That's like these actors who are, who are bald who pretend they're not bald. I look at them and I'm like, the life you've chosen to lead. What have you done here? Just be bald. There's bald people. Ed Harris. Sexy man. Bald. Is there uh, <laughs> some of the, uh, 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 you know, just improv that you have been known, to, uh, been come to known as? Hey, the dude we had in, um, has done all the Hallmark movies. It was, um. He was in the. Bros. Bros. It was in, is in this. Yeah. Uh, good for him. Uh, Platonic is what it's called, and it premieres tomorrow on Apple TV Plus. If you'd like to see that, and there you go. That's your entertainment report for today. Yeah, yeah man. Out, man. Look out! This one goes out there. Chris is gone. <laughs> so All right, we got to take a break because it's already almost <laughs> quarter after seven, and we've gone way too long with this. So uh, we'll return in a little bit. Don't forget Tattoo Tuesday. Your chance to win a Preston Steve show. Uh, themed tattoo, text word tattoo to 39333. And uh, coolest teacher of the year, we congratulated Mr. Brian Swift from Bristol High School. He called in, and now we're looking for Northeast High School in Northeast Philly uh, to let us know who the coolest has been. And you can text the word teacher to 39333. If you go to Northeast High School, we'll send you the link to both. We'll be back in just a moment. What's new? Glad you asked. The Revivalists. Lincoln Park. The Hooters. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WNMR. Steve, you want to share some info? Uh, yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> After a couple of years. The Mutiny on the Mashalu is back. It's yes. my wife's signature charity event for Max Fund, which benefits uh, uh, TNR programs and helps get uh, homeless uh, cats. And uh, medical treatment provides a centralized fund that pet charities can call from anyway. It's been a couple of years, so it's back on the Mashalu. It's presented by, uh, sponsored by Rafferty Subaru. Parking will be free. Ooh. They're giving a special dispensation that evening. The wonderful people down there are taking care of the parking. So let me tell you what you get for your ticket price of $40. It's pretty amazing. You get great food tastings from Algorithm Restaurant, Zaz Ice Cream, Tuckins, Nothing Bun Cakes, Rosie's Kettle Corn, Insomnia Cookies, Finger Food for the Mashaloo, and more. Uh, drink tastings from Yards Brewery, Chatsford Winery, Clear Rum, Stateside Vodka, and more. And the cool part is, I don't know if you know, if you haven't been to one before, there are wandering entertainers while this is going on. And that DJ Perry is providing the music. Bad Entertainment will provide uh, uh, jugglers, giant bubble-blowing guys. Mike Palladino is a magician. Strongman Todd Jones. Tarot card readers, Reagan Tilton and Jacqueline, uh, let me get her name correct here, uh, Baker. 
Uh, Bryn the Contortionist is going to be the Pirateers. Kittens to Pet. It's a big thing. That 40 bucks is going to go to the charity. Everyone is donating their wonderful services and uh, food gratis. So it's a, it's a win-win for all the animals in the tri-state area. It's only 40 bucks. That's yeah, that's pretty damn good. Hell yeah. yeah and everyone's yeah. very generous about it. You can go to maxfun.com to order your tickets. It's, it's uh, June uh, uh, 8th. Thursday, it's from 6 to 9, so it's before your weekend plans. I'm going to be there, and uh, and there's going to be a lot of people you know hanging out there. We'd love to see you. Have a good time. I'll be there. Oh, awesome. And so I'll be hitting it. It's just great to be up on the deck of the Marshall. Love that place. And, uh, again, the fact that you do not have to pay for the parking in that lot right there makes it super convenient. So we'd love to see you out at the event. And, I uh, have to believe this is all at PrestonandSteve.com, Yes, right? yes. Okay. And uh, we're adding stuff. So it's it actually, as people find out about it, very generous uh, food providers and and uh, other people and entertainers are approaching me and like yeah let's make let's make the party even bigger so awesome. and my wife is uh, Claire is doing a great job putting everything together so it's awesome but thank you Preston I just wanted yeah, to get yeah, out it's, please we're excited about it PrestonandSteve.com to get the info uh, another thing I want to mention uh, just a reminder this weekend uh, the movie The Machine opens up yes and we want you if you if you love Bre- uh, uh, Bert Kreischer and love uh, our relationship with Bert. Go see the movie. Yeah, go see Support it. it, and it's looking. It looks hilarious. Yeah, it looks fantastic. I, so, if it gets a good, strong first week, uh, that's all you need. That weekend, yeah. Memorial Day weekend, it'll be fantastic. I'm going to hit that uh, a few times this week just to remind people. There's a great picture of him and Kevin Smith together. Mm. Uh, did the Did he come by for an interview with a podcast or he something? On, he was on Kevin's podcast. Yeah, I watched okay. some of it yesterday. I think they ended up talking. Uh, this might sh- uh, surprise you for two and a half hours. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, because both of those guys are talkers and have a, a million stories to tell. But, um, yeah, I watched a few of the clips yesterday. And it's just it's cool to, to the guys that we love the best. And, yeah. um, to see them in the same room at the same time is pretty nice. Opens on Friday. Go see The Machine. All right, in a little while, we're going to have a young woman by the name of Maggie Drozdowski on the program. You probably saw the story. If not, uh, she was bit by a shark oh yeah. in Stone God. Harbor <sighs> surfing. Um, six stitches, nothing really bad, but I mean, there haven't been any shark bites in a while, uh, down that way. And, uh, her foot looks pretty gnarly. Uh, we're going to talk to her in a little while about that. And while the subject is up, I, I didn't think we'd have too many people that would have stories of being bitten by sharks. Yeah, I was bitten half, but I'm doing fine. But man, there are people, have, if you've been bitten by an animal, uh, it's pretty freaky. And if you think about it. You know, if, and, and I'm not talking about dogs and cats. Yes, obviously, those, on the couch. those can be pretty bad too. But there are plenty of other animals that can bite you. And even though you, as a human being, are going to win in that competition, mm-hmm. uh, the other one's going to die if you want it to. Uh, it's still pretty freaky, terrifying. There was a story recently about a woman a dairy farm was bitten by a cow. Oh, yeah. Like, bitten by a cow. Sure, yeah. man. And, and like, a lot of damage. Broke her arm. Yeah, 215-263-WMMR. If you were bitten by an animal, not just, you know, your pet or a dog or a cat, something a little bit different than that. We'd like to hear about that. My friend lives on a farm, and uh, the neighboring farm has cows, and, and there were babies there, and so we were there once, and we went to, to go look at the calf, and uh, my friend stepped into where it was, and she was like, you guys stay there, <laughs> because she said if the mom 
mom gets like pissed, you you don't want to be in here for that. Sure. So, you just don't think it counts never, that way. Yeah, just thought like it counts. Like, well, we get out in enough time. Like they're slow. They're they're big. You're only you know? seconds away from an utter catastrophe. <laughs> come on, Seriously. come on. <laughs> you know what freaks me out though? Like the like little reptiles that like can like latch on. You know, like a, oh, yeah. a kid, like a little boy's playing with one, and oh, it just yeah. latches onto their finger. So uh, Trish here from our sales department. Yeah. Uh, she and her husband have bearded dragons, and I was at their house one night, and she was showing them to us, and I stepped away for a little bit, and she's like, oh, I got bit. And I turn around, and she's got blood gushing <laughs> out of her hand, yeah. and she thought it was funny. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, dude, you just got bit by a freaking... By a, a dragon, a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. I remember but, my, my funny brother got bitten by his python. He was going in there. He had the mouse in his hand, and the python was like, "No, I'm going to go for your arm." Dude, my yeah. my my Dude. friend growing up had a snake. <laughs> mm-hmm. That snake ate him more than the mice and crap he'd put in the in the tank. He was constantly getting bitten by that friggin' snake. Dude, the scene in Road Trip. Uh huh. <laughs> Which just totally wraps its mouth around his hand. Oh my god! I you know I don't I don't get uh, owning uh, snakes and stuff like that. There, but I did see Steve a picture of a snake. This guy dressed up as an Uber driver. He goes, oh my, you know, like little Billy got his first job. He had a helmet on this thing and a little backpack that said Uber Eats on it. On the it was snake? on the snake. It was hilarious. I'm like, okay, first. Cute snake I've ever seen I've, in my entire life. I've never seen a helmet on a snake. No, no, no you have to see this. I've seen, seen an albino python. python. <laughs> I've seen a, sm- a snake smoking yeah. before. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. There's, seen, there's, a, there's a, a really good picture of a I snake. I saw the adult man pleasure a camel. You did? Tijuana? Yeah. Uh, let me go to, I have Luke. Do a search a snake smoking if you yeah. want. Yeah, and the helmet thing. I, Nick needs to see that. And the helmet thing, too. Yeah. Hi, Luke. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, buddy? Yeah, I uh, just want to tell a story about how I used to be a UPS driver up in Vincenttown, New Jersey. And I had to make a delivery to a farm that had a bunch of where they would race horses, where you would sit on those carts. And um, I'm going up to go do delivery. And then I, you got your driver's door open because it's so hot in the summertime. And all of a sudden, I just feel this bite on my leg. And I look over, and there's an ostrich. Uh, what? Uh, an ostrich? Oh, man. <laughs> Come on, really? Yeah, they, had a, they actually had a pet ostrich that would roam the property <laughs> for some reason. And uh, I could not make the delivery, so I'm in the UPS truck, honking the horn. Nobody's coming out. I'm like, I got to get this off the truck because oh the UPS is every package every day. Right. Yeah. So here I am. Um, I run out the I run out the passenger side. The Asha starts chasing me. I'm running around the back of the truck. I hop through the driver's door. It tries to lunge at me through the driver's door. I get out the passenger door again. I run to the barn, drop the package off. The lady comes out of the barn and she grabs the ostrich by the neck and holds it. She's like, "Get back in your truck right now!" I'm like, "You don't have to tell me twice." <laughs> I bet you I know it was in that box. It was probably ostrich sedatives. Oh my god, Jesus! Have a good one, guys. Yeah, you too, you, Luke. Wow. There's a there's a, a there's a um. um I think she's on Instagram. Um, she has an account, but she has. I, I, oh. I guess you know what I'm talking about. I know who you're talking and about. And it's this bird that this like I don't. Is it an emu or an it's ostrich? an emu? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it freaks out all the time, and yep. it, it comes charging, and she's ah! 
Yeah. Like, yeah, it's she'll, crazy. She'll do videos, with, like selfie videos yeah. of her, and she'll just like slowly pan over to this like vicious thing ready to like bite her. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we will go next to Will. Hey, Will, morning. Rhythm, schism, a brizza. Ah, <laughs> rhythm, schism, ism. <laughs> What's up, buddy? <laughs> What's up, guys? Skull Sealer here. Uh, <laughs> the Skull Sealer. <laughs> I got bit by a groundhog. Whoa. Now they've don't got. Don't drive angry. Yeah, they, don't drive angry. They've got sharp little friggin' teeth, don't they? Yeah, giant yeah. incisors, man. Uh, so I was coming home from work one day, um, and I saw this animal in the road. Uh, so I slowed down, and it was still alive. It was a tiny little groundhog. It wasn't like a full-grown, right. like full-pounder or anything, but... It was it was pretty small, so I got out of my van, picked it up, moved it to the side of the road, and it bit me in the web of like my thumb. Oh, you know talk about yeah! I still have the scar from it. So oh. uh, I assume you don't know if the thing is rabbit or not. I, did you go to the yeah. doctor immediately? Uh, I did not. <laughs> oh, dude! <laughs> you became you became a, okay. A wear badger. Will the thing is biting you? Did you start like smacking it on the head to let go, or was it a quick bite? It was it was a quick bite, but I did like. Sh- try and shake it off, you know? Yeah. Because it wasn't, like, thrashing or anything. It was just, like, a real quick yeah. chop ah. and then, like, a release, but... Ow. So, Ow. Um, uh, I, I, I don't know if it even survived. Who knows? Yeah, uh, Thank yeah. you, Will. Appreciate it, man. I have a... Uh, I have a fear of being bitten by a snapping turtle. Okay. Oh, and for good I'm, reason. I'm fascinated with them. You you will actually see them on, on golf courses yeah. a fair amount of time. At least once a year, I'll see a good size one just sitting out sunning itself. I'll go over and take a good close look at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because they're really prehistoric yeah. looking. They, they, it's really a, cool, but they... A they, tank. They, that beak terrifies me. So right. the, Coney Island Aquarium has a snapping turtle press. This, now this thing's lived in Coney Island to begin with because right. it's, it's got tattoos and stuff. But it's this big, <laughs> this this beak on this thing. It just sits there and it always sits there at the corner of the tank. But you're right, they're really threatening looking. Yep. And if you've ever bitten by something small, like, and how bad that hurts, yeah. I can hamster. only imagine. Yeah. I got bit by a hamster in college. I still, from you know, from time to time, will think of it. You still cry. No, I, I actually kind of, it gives me like the chills because I'll never forget that his little teeth going through my finger. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but this thing, a snapping turtle can take a full finger off. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Wait, I told a story about that, there, my, where my dad uh, lived years ago. They had a pond and they were finding ducks and geese with their heads bitten off. Yeah. yeah. And they don't fly that way normally. My brother used to put them in the pool and swim with them. What? He would, yeah, he would get them from yeah. the turtles. He'd get them from the creek. I think I remember you And he would put that. them in the pool and he'd swim That's with them. And then my mom would be like, go take them back. And he would take them out of the pool and take them back to the By the creek. way, everything else about the turtle is slow, but that snap is lightning fast. Yep. <laughs> I have been bitten by uh, a swan. It didn't hurt at all. Uh, you know, that was the only one where I was like, oh, my God, you're adorable. Stop child. looking at me, swan. <laughs> my dad um, had to smack a swan in his head because he went after Jace. Jace was little. And he looked at Jace like he was an enemy. And no. I did, no. No, swan. He did. He just took one hand and smacked him. I know people who have battled with goose before. Oh. Uh, and uh, I, there was a guy that was uh, fly fishing one time. as a friend of my dad's. And. Uh, the I guess the, it was you know because you throw it up in the air yeah and it either caught on the goose or the goose snapped at it or something like that but anyhow he had to reel it in oh no because it's flying in the air and <laughs> yeah. he wasn't give a rod and then when he got there and he's trying to unhook it the thing is beating him with its 
with his wings, yeah. which are pretty formidable, and I've been snapping at him as well. Getting back to sniping turtles real quick, I saw one in the, in the middle of the road one time, and I tried to be a good Samaritan and get out. I stopped the car, and I tried, like, shooing it off the road, you know, <laughs> and I got, a, <laughs> I got a stick, and I was, like, sort of trying to poke at it or whatever. Just pick it up. Uh, because it scared me. It yeah, yeah. Big old snapping turtle. Yeah. And and if you just pick it by a shell, it won't even get its. its... No, he's, he's panicking. No, I know, I know, yeah. I know. No, I mean, and it was in the middle of the road, case, and so I was just trying to shoo it off of the road. But those things like hiss at you. Yeah, and I just yeah, and I was yeah. like, man, I'm just trying to help out, buddy. Yeah, uh, I hope we got run over. Let me go to. <laughs> well, listen, yeah, you know, fool, don't want no help. <laughs> I got Kelly on the line. Hey, Kelly, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, Kelly? Oh, thank, thank you. you. Uh, so, yeah, my, back in, like, the eight, late 70s, early 80s, it was a thing in Philly, apparently where I lived, where we had, people had monkeys. Yeah. Okay. So kind of like one of those little monkeys that were that was on Friends. Okay. And like like Marcapuchin monkey. Yeah, yeah. 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 So my dad used to let it run around the house, and one day it was sitting on my shoulder, and he was a nasty thing. He would, like, steal cigarettes, and he would <laughs> rip up things, and he was sitting on my shoulder, and my dad said, oh, turn your head, he's going to kiss you. I turned my head, and he bit me. <laughs> Where did he bite you? On your face? On my face, yeah, I have a scar. Oh! You have a scar from the friggin' monkey. I'll show it to you on Friday. I'll be at Keenan. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Tell us your monkey scar, girl, and we'll uh, we'll we'll showcase that. If you have a monkey scar, come down to Keenan's. We want um, to see it. Wow, Kelly, did uh, did you have to get any stitches or anything like that? They didn't take you to the hospital back then. Nah. <laughs> Just put a piece of gum on it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, All right. I don't thank- have any stitches. All right. Well, we'll we'll see you on Friday, Kelly. Okay. Perfect. Scarface is your name from here yeah. on, by the way. By the way, monkey's gonna monkey. It's yeah. gonna do people. And I remember people would get those things. There was a Woolworths that had a pet section oh, when I was growing up. Yeah. It had a pet section, Kathy, and there was a chimp in there. Yeah. A chimp. <laughs> I'm like, what? I do remember, like, odd animals yeah. in the yeah. Woolworths section. I remember always wanting to uh, to get birds. And my the mom birds. was like, absolutely yeah. Yeah. birds. They, they were, like, blue. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they were nice colored birds. That's well, why I liked parakeets. them. Parakeets? Yeah. Probably. Like, yeah, they were right down from the chimps. Finches or something. Finches, um, maybe, yeah. My uh, my friend got a, an alligator, and I believe he bought it legally uh, at a place that's not even there anymore. Nick, you might remember this. As you were driving down the Blue Route uh, just past Broomall, there was a place called Jobu Pets. Yeah, yeah. 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 And Your he butt, got it. Jobu. <laughs> yes. yes. And he got an alligator from Joe Bupet. What? I, I know. And, and we would be in there in his, you know, he had a you have giant, any more alligators? He had a giant aquarium in his in his room. And and one time he decided he needed to clean the aquarium while we were all in there. I was like, dude, you're, and he just took the thing out. Like, there, <laughs> Had he been bitten by it? He had. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, but, I, I'm not down with that. Mm-mm. No. No. All right. We'll go to uh, Jen next. Hi, Jen. Good morning. Good morning. All right. What were you bitten by? Fourteen years old, I was down in the Outer Banks, and the people I was staying with thought it would be a good idea to go feed the wild horses that were underneath our house. So we bought. A whole She's talking of- about cave horses underneath your house. No, no, the wild horses in the Outer Banks. Okay, yeah, but they were under your house. Yeah, because they used to up in Corolla, they used to roam the whole top of the island. Okay, dirt, dirt they horses were corralled. All right, so, uh, and this was this a house up on stilts or something? 
They were earth horses. They yeah. threw into the ground. Okay. No, but so, so listen, I know for a fact that a horse bite can really F you up. So how, how big was the chomp? Um, so we joke about it because I got my first hickey from them. It was the giantest bruise on my shoulder. <laughs> I got trapped between the air conditioner and the house, and the horse just wanted the apple that I had already given. Oh, my God. Uh, so the, the horse was about to kill you for an apple. Oh, I was terrified. And then my mom, I don't know where she came from. She came out of nowhere screaming and yelling, and she luckily scared the horse away before anything else happened. But I can just remember he was walking towards me, and I, I turned around, and first he was, like, eating my ponytail. Man, so listen, if you get, obviously we've all been in proximity to horses. Look at the size of their heads. Oh, my look God. At it, look at the size of their mouths. Yeah. I mean, that that can make some heavy damage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We don't, just don't think about it because yeah. they're horses. They're yeah. our friends. Thank you, Jen. Appreciate Mr. it. Mr. Red. But, yeah, they're, they're the, the power of their jaws has got to yeah. be extreme. They could, they could easily, you know, bite something off if they wanted to. Uh, let's see. We have a lot of great calls here. Uh, I will go next to... There's a lot of monkey calls, believe it or not. Hey, hey. Uh, let's go to... Let's go to Liam. Hi, Liam. Good morning. Hey, good morning. You guys rock. Oh, hey. Thanks, Liam. All right, you have a monkey story. Yeah. Yeah, actually, so when I was 13, I'm 28 now, but when I was 13, my family took a trip to Punta Cana, and uh, there's a gentleman next to the pool that had a monkey on a leash letting people take pictures with it so my brother talked me into going over to it it climbs up my leg onto my shoulder smiles with me takes a picture climbs back down and is holding his hand out and i thought he wanted a little handshake so i gave him my thumb and he just hacked right into it oh i want to shake your hand (laughs) to top it off i'm 13 what do they do? They take me over to the bar and just pour vodka. Oh. Uh, well, that's how you respond to a monkey bite. Um, yeah. yeah. So he was the monkey was looking for a tip, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Dude, and, I want money, and, and I'll rip your goddamn head off if you don't give me some. <laughs> uh, well, they, and you know, it's funny that's because nasty. they Thanks, are. Liam. They are those monkeys that are part of tourism and the people train for uh, you know for tips and stuff like that. They get very aggressive. And I'm surprised that a lot of places we wouldn't figure they would allow that do allow that because they can freak out at the drop of a hat. Yeah. So we've had uh, we've had an ostrich bite. We've had <laughs> uh, several monkey bites. Um, what else we get here? We got a, uh, a, a, a another. Horse. Yeah. There's bird bites and all this. But how about this one? Uh, let's go to Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Hi. Welcome. Hey. hey welcome. <laughs> welcome to you. What's up, Jessica? Good Thanks for having us over. Thank you. We appreciate you having us on your show. <laughs> I've never been on the radio before. It's all right. Uh, it's I, I do. I say something like that on a daily Preston, basis. Wait, wait, totally what's wrong. the latest phrase? Uh, good, good morning to see you. Morning That's to see you. Preston yes. said that. So yeah. you're absolutely good morning fine. Good to see you. It's all good, Jessica. What's up? Welcome. <laughs> I was in Indiana, and um, there was a large cat rescue, and they had accidentally had baby tigers. And so for an extra, like, $5, you could go in and, and visit that with them. You know, who doesn't want to go pet a tiger? Right. And they were about the size of, like, you know, a, a big lab. Um, so they weren't huge, but big enough that one decided, like, my calf looked really tasty, oh. and it, so it bit down on my calf. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, it, well, it didn't break any skin, but it left a good bruise, and, you know, it scared the bejeebies out of me. But... Jessica, you said it was the size of a large lab? Of, like, yeah, like a dog. I mean, that's a that's a big animal. If yeah. a dog that size bites you, that's problematic. If you have one that's trained to, to do that, that's basically wild, yeah, and she clamps down, yeah. This isn't a kitten. This yeah. is a, a young a tiger. tiger, yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, I didn't, I didn't card it, but it was definitely older than <laughs> an adolescent. Yeah, was right. it able to buy alcohol? That's pretty wild, Jessica. You, you have a tiger bite. That's, uh, yeah. that's way up there on, on bragging rights. Yeah. I like to use it in the whole two truths and a lie. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because no one believes it. I Thank love you, it. Jessica. Yeah. Appreciate that. Wow. Um, do you remember when? Uh, the trainer mm-hmm. that we knew would bring Louie in here, yeah. Louie the chimpanzee. Uh-huh. Man, I'll never forget that he brought him in a couple times. It was really cool to be that close to a chimpanzee and hold him and so on. But he always, he was always on guard. Yes. The trainer oh, yeah. worse. Like, like he... He didn't lighten up for a moment. No, because he said at any moment, like he he is he was stronger than everyone in the room. Absolutely, yeah. and that, it, that that if he were to 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 become unhinged, we we got real. Trouble. And he said that yeah, it, yeah. It, like the three of the children's parties, every fourth one he'd have to shoot the kid sure. in front yeah. of the kids. Well, yeah. and he <laughs> would bring you yeah. know he would get out of the way. They would bring them to parties and things like that. We had them out. We did too, Kat. And you know um, how it eventually ended. I don't remember if it was Louie or remember he. I think he had Mikey too. Yeah. Um, but they got out of there. All he would say was they got out of their cage and they had to send them to zoos. Yeah. Well, wow. he yeah. was. Didn't he bring? He brought in one time a a a, a, a cub, a bear cub. Oh yeah. And it was my wife cub? and my wife. The bear cub fell asleep. Claire came in. My wife just because she couldn't believe it. And I said, "You got to you got to get a chance to pet a bear cub." The bear cub fell asleep uh, on her lap. She was sitting on the floor. Those spikes oh on God. that bear's—that's yeah. a bear cub. Yeah. Those things look like uh, like uh, um, Wolverine. Yeah, it doesn't have anything on these friggin' things. Yeah. It was unbelievable. So, did you guys see the movie Nope by any chance? Yes, because no. there's like an underlying theme nope. of of nope. a chimp like going crazy. I, I mean, it's terrifying because I mean, it was, listen, it was. Fictional thing in the movie, but it's not inaccurate. What, what that thing did, yeah, it could you know that could have happened in here. Well, yeah, looking back on Louie and Mikey, like it was they were cute when they were here, but I, I'm not a great. It, idea. No, it was not yeah, smart. Like, no. they're, they're not. They're wild animals, and yeah. they shouldn't be kept in cages like. We that. also had the white Bengal tigers. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. That was well before Tiger King came out. Yes. and realized that uh, any uh, yokel could walk around with <laughs> the possum bowl. Doesn't seem so bad a now, does it? Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, let me see here. Okay, since we did mention snapping turtles, we got to go to Tom here real quick. Hey, uh, Tom, morning, bud. Good morning to see you. Uh, <laughs> yes, very good. Good morning to see you. <laughs> good morning, it. Welcome. What's up, Tom? Yeah, um, I used to go camping a lot when I was younger, and uh, I would always bring a friend. And uh, this one friend, he was like huge into reptiles. He always had, you know, snakes, lizards, turtles, and all that kind of stuff. So. There was always, like, little kind of sitting ponds around. There was always frogs, you know, snakes, turtles, and stuff. So we were right. looking. And one time we didn't see this thing, but a huge snapper out of nowhere bit him <laughs> on his ankle. Snapper. And uh, it, like, ripped the vein out. Whoa! Like a mile away from the campsite, we had to run back, and I'm a fat boy, so <laughs> it, it sucked. It was it was bad. Did you guys have to wrap a tourniquet around him or anything? 
once we got back. <laughs> wow. It took probably like, you know, 20 minutes to get back. back oh, my to God. That, he needed stitches. I think he got like eight stitches. Dude, that's why one of the things that you see, the, the lunatics, yeah. there's a guy who had, a, a, I think, a TV show. He's had a, not a tooth in his mouth, but he would go into the murky, muddy water. Yes. And, and, and I, apparently snapping turtles make for great turtle soup or whatever. So uh-huh. he just reaches his arms down in this brown muck. And and like pulls out snapping turtles, yeah. and I, 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 it was almost too tense to watch wow. the damn show. Thanks, Tom. That's messed up. All right, here this this might be uh, most exotic bite. I know we had uh, yeah. tiger and, and ostrich and uh, and a few other things, but this is my sister got bit by a chinchilla. Okay, <laughs> at Funimals in Westchester. Oh my god, Funimals <laughs> as a kid, and still hates those cute little balls of fluff to this day. She asked for it though. She stuck her finger in the cage. Okay. <laughs> I got bit by a chinchilla. Well, you see it all the time where people say, "Don't put your fingers in the cage," or, you, or you, if you get like a little, like a like a behind the scenes or whatever. Oh don't. yeah, mm-hmm. so, I got I got admi- uh, uh, kind of uh, reprimanded. I've, I've told this story before. Sorry to interrupt. No, no, but, no. But my uh, my uh, m- uh, junior high uh, Spanish teacher, Mister Huddleston, uh, did some wildlife work with the St. Louis Zoo, and he would foster some of these animals. And when they, he had facilities where he could keep them, like his, big cats, right? Yeah, yeah, he, he could keep them. So, one, right? yeah. So, yeah. but anyhow, he brought in a. Um, uh, he had a mountain lion in a. Uh, it was a, it was a kitten. It was, it was a baby mountain lion in a in a carry case, and he came walking to the school. I'm like, no way! Oh my god! And I stuck my finger in there. Yeah. He's like, don't. Do that. Uh-huh. That thing will bite it off. He's right. like, whatever you're doing, do it. And yeah, he was killed by a leopard. Leopard in his backyard. So that shows wow. you how good, yeah. however good you, I mean, they are wild animals. Yeah. You know, you have to remember that. They, I was at the the, uh, the Philadelphia Zoo here, and they, we were back, I, or they had an armadillo. I didn't realize this, but the larger armadillo is the kind you might find out in Texas. When they ball up, they if your finger gets oh, caught yeah. in that, it can break your finger. Yeah, and those, uh, yeah. Shells, whatever, right, whatever yeah, those yeah. things are. Your yeah. armor. The bands. In the armor and the armadillo. Um, all right, we need to take a break. We're actually going to talk to a bite victim in a little while. Maggie, uh, who's a sharp bike victim, is going to be joining us. But real quick, I want to go. Somebody was on hold for a long, long time, and they just hung up. Never mind. Well, Start don't worry that. about it, because we have a picture with a snake wearing a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we got smoking yeah. snakes, <laughs> Yeah, and, <laughs> and they have an Uber Eats thing on the back. That is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. We'll uh, share this on our Social. That's wonderful. That's phenomenal. Okay. All, all snakes really should have helmets. Uh, <laughs> yes. What if they take a spill? Yeah, yeah. for yeah. safety purposes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, anyhow, thank you for sharing the stories. We appreciate it. And like I said, we'll get uh, Maggie on in a little while, who's a shark bite victim uh, in Stone Harbor. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get her on in a bit. But let's take a break and come back in a second. We'll get into the bizarre file when we return. Stay with us. By the way, Northeast High School, you're up for coolest teacher. Make sure you. Let us know who the coolest teacher of the year has been. Text word teacher to 39333 if you go to the Northeast, and uh, we'll send you the voting link. We'll be back in a moment. The MMR app can't remember your Wawa order, but it can pair with your Bluetooth or Apple or Android car system, streaming us right into your speakers. Oh, and if you could grab us a meatball shorty and an iced tea, that'd be great. Thanks. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. 
Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right. But Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Stephen Singer Jewelers. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, <laughs> WMMR presents Bizarre. Preston and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre this morning by Red Robin. Moms, dads, and grads give the gift of yum by buying a $25 Red Robin gift card now through June 18th. You can get a $5 bonus buck reward for you. Redeemable June 19th through August 13th. Through August 13th. All right, we were just talking about animal bites. We didn't get a call about this, but a Florida man lost his arm yeah. after being attacked by a 10-foot <laughs> alligator on Sunday morning. There goes that golf career. Yeah, the victim, a 23-year-old man, was attacked at a pond behind Bandito's Bar in Port Charlotte. He was airlifted for serious injuries. Officers with the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission spent the morning trying to wrangle the giant gator after the attack. According to customers at Bandito's Bar, alligators have appeared at the pond near the bar in the past. David Lowe, a customer, said things appear to have become problematic with visitors feeding the alligators in the pond. Can't do that. Don't they give you a free margarita if you have an appendage torn off? He said there was a restaurant they just tore down, and I know that people did feed... Uh, that, you know, throw whatever they didn't eat down into the water. Can't do that. Feeding hey, alligator bit my hand off. Oh, my God. Uh, feeding alligators is illegal as it can cause the alligator to lose their fear of people and associate them with food. I, I would be leery of any standing body of water down there. You know, you, you know what size it has to be. Obviously, a, a rain puddle is not going to have an alligator, but something of any size I'd be leery of. You think that um, an alligator actually getting hold of, of an arm and eating it, it's kind of yeah. like a chicken wing for I him think or so, absolutely. Like yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> got pick all the meat, little bitty parts off and stuff. I mean, like, what? Wingy. I like the boneless. Um, police say a plantation Florida man left bloodied and bruised after being punched in the face in a dispute over duck removal uh, was actually the one at fault. They say that Art Cosgrove, 71 years old, instigated the brawl by threatening the duck trappers who were trying to remove the waterfowl from the public property, much to Cosgrove's chagrin. I want my ducks! They said he also tried to take the ducks out of the trailer. I'll kill you! The duck trappers declined to press charges, however. Cosgrove said that he's not done fighting. He said, I think I'm going to take it to the next level. Daddy, daddy! He said, arrest me. I'll go to jail if they do. If they go too. Wow. Cosgrove's wife, Debbie Brickman, said that uh, she told she told him, I wish you would have knocked him out. If you're going to go to jail, do it for something good. 
Cosgrove and his wife still maintain that he was the victim. They said we're going we're going to prosecute. We have to. What happened to him is no good. Brickman said. Do they explain the issue why why the ducks were being removed? No. Okay. And they don't say why were he's got drug a big dealers? Pro- problem with it either. Uh, he said we have a couple of lawyers talking to us. And Duck lawyers. He plans to take his case to the state attorney's office. A couple spent more or has spent ten months. Seeking compensation after 18 escaped water buffaloes stampeded through their garden with eight of them taking a morning dip in their new swimming pool. Wow. Andy and Lynette Smith, who you are... think it was an inside job? ...who are retired, say that their garden and pool were ruined after the animals, which weigh like 1,200 pounds each... Yeah. ...got out of a rare breeds farm and onto their property, causing more than $40,000 worth of damage. Uh, eight of them ended up falling into their pool, <laughs> triggering a stampede that wrecked fencing and flower beds. The animals were rescued by unharmed by the farmer. Uh, the incident happened when an electric fence failed, allowing the herd to breach a wooden fence and hedge, separating the field from the Smith's garden. Andy Smith said, when my wife went to make the morning tea, she glanced out of the kitchen window and saw eight buffaloes in the pool. So she called 911 and was told that the fire brigade didn't accept hoax calls. This was in England, by the way. Oh, okay. It took some persuading to get them to take us seriously. When they arrived, one of the buffaloes was spooked by their high-visibility jackets and headed straight at them. Uh, the farmer was summoned from next door and helped the animals out of the water. So, you know, they're stepping on the pool cover thinking it's solid and they go right through. Yep. British Columbia cyclist Kevin Milner was rounding a downhill corner at a North Vancouver trail last Monday evening when he slammed into another road user crossing in front of him. The collision which sent Milner flying and left him with a broken scapula, cardiac contusion and others uh, didn't involve a car or another bicyclist. Uh, Milner's bike had T-boned a black bear. Jesus! He said the last... I'm going to throw up. He said the last thing I saw of the bear before the accident was just him running. This started, it was a great day. I saw my first picture of a snake with a helmet. <laughs> he said, I can see his muscles as he was charging across the road. And oh, my God. It, I just hit him right behind the shoulder blade. Could you imagine that? And then I kind of launched myself over the top of him. <laughs> Uh, he's, uh, Milner says it's going to take him about six weeks to recover from this accident. Did, is the bear in the bed next to him? I, I don't know if they put him in the same room or not. Uh, Crazy, Mil- right? Milner's accident was unusual, but authorities are warning that the spring in full swing. Mr. Milner, this is my wife. Uh, that bears across the B.C. are emerging from their dens and encounters with humans are on the rise. Uh, disasters such as wildfires, flooding uh, can also affect how wildlife moves in the region, leading to more potential human encounters with bear. And that is what I have in the bizarre file. And I just realized those were all animal stories. Yeah, how about <laughs> that man that I had for you? By accident, yeah. amazing. All right, and we're not done with no. animal stories. When we come back in a moment, we are going to have the young lady who was bitten by a shark in Stone Harbor. And her name is Maggie. We'll get her straight when we return. Stay put. We won't be gone long. This Friday, it's MMR's official opening of the Jersey Shore. Starting with the legendary Preston and Steve broadcast. This year with a 25th anniversary twist. Live from Keenan's North Wildwood from 6 to 10 a.m. Presented by Coors Light. Then join Pierre Robert on the air at noon for a sneak peek of MMR's 
Finally, Summer Weekend. Pierre tracks three of his favorite album sides on vinyl. It's the perfect playlist while you head to the Star Beach Bar at the Icona Diamond Beach for Brent Porsche's four-hour happy hour and live broadcast. Don't forget, you can listen anywhere with the free MMR app. Or just ask your smart speaker to open MMR. Happy summer from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. The Jersey Shore. Nick uh, did confirm for me, looking up on Wikipedia, yes, Steve, they came up with the name from the STP Motor Oil Stickers. Yeah. Uh, that they were fans of in their God. youth. And then uh, they, they had a bunch of different various ideas on the initials STP, and they decided on Stone Temple Pilots. <laughs> I love that. Too funny. All right. Um, yes, Casey. So our computers are down, so we were not going to be able to see our oh, next no. guest, but we can hear her. Okay. All right, on the Zoom. Um, we have a 911 call uh, that we're going to play a little okay. bit of. Uh, Maggie Drozdowski uh, got bit by a shark. Yes, Stone Harbor. All over it's the okay. news. It's okay. It yeah. was, uh, you know, six stitches, uh, pretty nasty gash, but nothing life-threatening or anything along those lines. But we're going to talk to her in just a second, but let's hear the 911 call. It says, Marissa wrote down a note. It says it includes something that I've never heard. Okay. Uh, yes, I, I know what she's talking about. It's the link, a live link that they... So Maggie was in Stone Harbor with a friend's family. So the 911 ho- call that you hear, uh, it's the friend's mother who's talking to the dispatcher. Okay. And uh, they, they send some sort of link for it, uh, for it to be uh, a live call so that they can see what's actually going on. I think that's what Marissa was oh, talking about. Oh, I've never All heard right. of that. All right, let well, me I've never this. heard of it either. Here we go. Yes, um, I'm on Stone Harbor... Beach and um, one of the kids was with me. I think I um, bit by a shark or something. Bleeding pretty bad. Okay, you're uh, on the beach by 110th Street or or 110th. 110th. I'm trying to carry her and it's like I'm just worried. Okay. Is there any way that you can go ahead and, you know, wrap a clean towel around that for me? So we've got Uh, a towel around it. All right, and then you're going to go ahead and uh, try to control the bleeding for that one, correct? Correct. I'm trying to control the bleeding that way, yeah. He's going to have a cool story to tell. Okay. I'm going to send you a prepared live link here. What it does is that will allow me to see what is going on there before the ambulance guys get there so okay. I know what can give them an, an updated uh, part here, okay? Okay. Okay, i see you now. All right. That's wild. Yeah, I'll just give you a heads up. I'm on Prepare Live. I do see three distinct puncture marks above the ankle. It's not bleeding through time, but they are pretty deep. And it does appear to be uh, like some type of a shark bite. I wonder when that tech started yeah. becoming available like they, they can probably tell what kind of phone you're on and whether or yeah. not they can access your camera, camera. the most yeah That's most cool. phones now have a, some sort of FaceTime-ish yeah. capability, if not FaceTime directly. Yeah, that's wow. awesome. All right, well, uh, she's on the line, so let's welcome Maggie Drodzowski yeah. to the show. Hey, Maggie, good morning. Hi, good hey, morning. Hey, all right, so first of all, um, you are 15 years old, am I correct about that? Yeah. All right, 15, and this was, did this take place yesterday? Um, Sunday. On Sunday, okay. And so you were surfing, and how often do you get out and do that type of activity? I've actually never surfed before. This you never surfed before. Stop it. No. Oh, that is too wild. Oh. I figured you were a seasoned surfer, yeah. and then this was, hey, that's crazy. In fact, I was going to ask, I'm sure you see stuff like this all the time when you're surfing. Your first time. Yeah. Wow. All right, so so walk us through what happened and what, what the sensation was that, that you felt. Um, 
I was hanging on my board with just my arms and my whole body, like my shoulders down were um, in the water. And um, a big wave came and kind of knocked me down a little bit and I lost where my board was. And I felt this pressure on my foot that pulled me underwater. And um, I at first just thought it was like a crab pinching my foot, like a big one, I guess. <laughs> yeah, to pull you underwater. Yeah. yeah, I was in shock. But um, then I realized it's probably not a crab. Um, <laughs> and I shook my foot as hard as I could. And um, after like five seconds, it finally let go. Oh, my God. Five, okay, right, okay. So uh, we I, have a load of questions yeah. now. <laughs> I, I was thinking just a, you know, a nip, it bites, it, but it, it clamped down and held on. Could yeah. you feel like your toes inside of something? Um, Or was it from the side biting? It was more from this side okay it, it just felt like a lot of pressure around my foot i could feel the teeth but it didn't really hurt at first until i got out of the water sure so yeah. you're you were, were you prone stomach down on this on the board and you got knocked off um no i she was arms. hanging on with my arms i got you now okay so okay so and then you you felt you felt a, a lot of pressure and you said you you felt being pulled so this thing had to be fairly sizable to pull you underwater a little bit right um yeah it didn't completely tear me down super fast but yeah. it did pull me down a little bit that's um, enough <laughs> were, were you scared in the moment or did it take until after you realized what um, had happened yeah i was scared i screamed i was screaming underwater i don't know if that's also what scared it away but i was screaming <laughs> Well, if you were if you were you were pulled underwater fully, uh, yeah, not wow. super far down, but it did pull me. I will tell you this, and we were talking earlier, uh, Maggie, in the in the news. I, you know, um, I've done a fair amount of swimming, spent a lot of time in in the the ocean, and and I love it. If a piece of seaweed touches my leg, I I can literally run <laughs> on water. I'm screaming. So, <laughs> you had something pull you underwater. Um, would you say that you were, besides your initial shock, were you able to keep any of your wits about you at that point? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was. All right. I actually, my friend here that was right next to me when it happened. Yo, yeah. Oh, she's sure. Yeah. Bring her in. Bring, bring her in the <laughs> screen here. Hey. I think that's Sarah, right? Yeah. Hey, Sarah. Okay, Sarah, you were in the water too? Yes, I was. And could you indeed hear the blood-curdling scream coming from Maggie as she was bitten by a shark? Yeah, it. I heard it, and I like quickly turned around, and she got pulled under. I thought she was like drowning or something. Wow! All right, so are are you? Have you surfed more than Maggie, or is this your first time too? Yeah, I've served for a little bit over a year. Okay. okay. All right. So you're you're used to being out there. This is her yeah. first time. You're walking her through everything and then all of a sudden she gets bit by a shark. Uh <laughs> how how far did you guys have to go before you made it back uh to the beach? We were about fifty feet out. I couldn't feel the bottom. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. I mean it's all of that is exactly what goes into the the classic nightmare. You know, surfers have issues yeah. um with, with this. So um, you know, if you spend any time out, you'll see things and kind of your mind will play tricks on you. Sometimes you think you're seeing a dorsal fin or something. Uh, but I mean, to have this, that's the ultimate The you see nothing and you get pulled on from underneath the water. It's just, yeah. Hey, yeah. Maggie. So, so you guys start making your way back, uh, to the shore. Um, did it start hurting when you, when you started putting uh, weight on it or, or was it I, after? Immediately when I got out of the water, um, 
it stung really bad. So I looked at my foot and it was all bloody. And I had to limp all the way to the top of the beach to get to her family. Oh, so you're getting sand all in the cut and everything? Yeah, I didn't want to get, I knew I couldn't probably get sand in it. I could probably make it worse. Yeah. So I tried to limp the best I could all the way to the top. Were you carrying the the surfboard with you or did you just leave it? Yeah, I was carrying it. (laughs) You don't want to lose your surfboard. I'm sorry, Maggie. What's your friend's name again? Sarah. Sarah. So Sarah, so... Were you trying to help her as well as she's moving up onto the, uh, onto the, or did you just say, I have surfing to do? I thought she was like getting pinched by a crab or something. <laughs> Those I damn was crabs. Especially with my brother because I didn't think it would be a shark or like as yeah. serious as a shark. I swam in on my own. I did it all by myself and they were still in the water. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, Sarah, is uh, is Stone Harbor a spot you usually go surfing? Yeah. Okay. Do you, does your family have a house out that way? Um, we have a house in Wildwood. In Wildwood, okay. okay. But you go up there uh, to go surfing, okay? So Maggie, when I was in school and somebody might break uh, a leg or an arm or whatever, they would get a cast and the cast would get signed, and then you'd have a lot of stories to tell. Um, are you going to get anything to wrap up this wound and get that signed? Like, what where, <laughs> what, what stories do you get to tell to your friends? And uh, also, when will you be back in the ocean to go surfing again? Um, well, right now, I don't have a cast. I just have, like, a band. Okay. Yeah, oh, sorry. like, gauze wrap that I'm taking on and off. I have to, take, like, put a new one on every day. That will probably be on for, like, about two weeks. And then I'll, I don't know when I'm going to get back in the ocean. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Not this summer, but this story. No matter. Listen, I I know that it's thankfully it wasn't a life threatening wound, but the, the, you need to keep increasing the level of this story. You need to keep say you say that you rammed your fist into this shark's gaping maw, and and uh, and say. And then also with Sarah, you have to say, and Sarah, she was laughing while the shark was attacking me. <laughs> it's because it's got to become the, like, a, I mean, right now you, you've got the coolest story at school, I'm sure. So Well, and you know what? Aff- affecting the, uh, you know, a large population that's going down to the shore this uh-huh. weekend. I mean, it's Memorial Day weekend and you were bit by a shark just on Sunday. Like that, my son, I was showing my son the pictures <laughs> and he was like, I'm not going in the water. I'm not surfing this weekend. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Were you going to jump in, guys? Okay. All right. So uh, have they, Maggie, indicated or guessed as what kind of shark may have bitten you? No, they don't know. They have no idea. But people have looked at it and said it most definitely is a shark, despite how much damage it did. And That expert at Stockton University. The expert at Stockton University. Okay. All right. It, it might be a sandbar. It could be. It could yeah. be. Listen. It could be everything up to a bull shark and a great white. It's all possible. <laughs> it, it, it's. I mean, and those are all you know very dangerous. However, just so everyone can be confident, they say it's a one in eleven point five million shot at getting bitten by a shark off the Jersey coast. So you're the lucky one. Yeah. One <laughs> unlucky lottery winner. Um. So Maggie, on the nine one one call, who was that? Uh, was that Sarah's mom? That was Sarah's mom. I my family was not there, but they were at my house, which is like two hours away. Oh man! And so Sarah's family. It sounded like she said she was carrying you, um, and so she was carrying you and held the phone and was making the call at the same time. Yeah, she was trying to carry me. I was half on the ground, and then she was carrying me with like. About two arms. Then Sarah ran up and tried to help, but we didn't get really far because there was a big hill. Did an ambulance come get you, or did they just drive you to uh, Cape May Regional? 
ambulance came. Okay. Yeah. So to, to, to an earlier question, guys, um, do you plan to return to surfing or, um, you know, what, what's what's your take on this right now? I I think that I am going to go surfing again this summer. Um, I think part of the reason I'm not that scared is because it didn't happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's very logical. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. As long as you have Maggie to push it to the shark's mouth, <laughs> yeah. I think you're fine. <laughs> hey, Maggie, uh, so uh, what grade are you in now? Um, I'm a freshman. Okay, so you, you have some time, but uh, do you think when you when you graduate from high school you might want to go to college? Yeah. When you go to college, you often have to write a college essay, and I have a really good subject for you. <laughs> it's you getting bit by a shark <laughs> and what you did afterwards. So just write this down now, write your yeah. story out, and then uh, you will have nobody else that, that applies to that college is going to have that story to tell. You're going to stick out. <laughs> I will. I'll do it. Where are you going to school, by the way? Bishop Shanahan High okay. School. There you go. And Maggie's also a competitive ballroom <gasps> dancer. No, oh, well, that, right. this is why Kathy's such a fan. <laughs> mm. So what are you going to do? You're just going to rest for a few weeks. When will you be able to get back to dancing? Hopefully soon. Probably at the most three or four weeks. Hopefully. Okay. Well, perhaps you could pay to have a an orchestral version of Baby Shark put together, and you can dance to that. <laughs> Sarah <laughs> likes that. <laughs> that's a great idea. There you go. Uh, no, that's it's a very cool story, and we're so glad you're. You know, there there is no. I mean, it sounds like this will heal up, and you'll be fine. But it's hey. still it's. Around summertime, it is the mm-hmm. stuff of night. You well, still got bit by a shark. Yeah, you did. And listen, it's it's still pretty chilly. Were you guys the only surfers out there, or was there another uh, group or two that were that were surfing? Um, it was me, her, and her brother. And then, kind of close to us, was another surfer, and that was really it. I mean, a few blocks down, I think there were more, but not okay. really near us. I didn't know if like a crowd started forming when the ambulance got there or anything Crab! like that. Lethal huge crab. But it's pretty empty there right now. So, wow, this is a crazy story. I I would, I would, I would just have a massive heart attack. I I think I might have PTSD after something like that. Forget it. You know, like, like it would bother me. I don't know if I could go back in the water again. I mean, Mm. right now, I don't care. I I, I swim in the ocean all the time and I don't even think about it anymore. Right. Because you think it's not going to happen to you. You got to adopt Sarah's philosophy. It's always going to happen to someone else. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. Uh, well, pretty wild story. We are very happy that uh, that everybody's okay, Maggie. Yeah. And uh, you know, a few weeks, and you'll be back at ballroom dancing and uh, and all of that good stuff. But uh, um, yeah, uh, savor this story. Not many people get to tell this story, and you do. So yeah, a congratulations. National. It's a national story. Yeah. yeah, it's true. All right. Well, listen. Thanks for sharing the story, Maggie and Sarah. Thanks for jumping in. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right, take care. All right, there goes Maggie Drozdowski and her friend Sarah. And, yeah, 15 years old, gets bitten by a shark and uh, is okay. Uh, Six stitches, which is still a nasty gash. It was bleeding a lot. And so, I mean, puncture wounds on a shark's tooth. And you don't know, again, the, the odds are staggeringly against anything like that happening. But what, you know, the surfers are out there so often that they will encounter things like that. Where they really have issues is like um, Southern California where they'll go surfing and there's a, there's a huge seal population. Right. And that's what happens. It draws the real large predatory sharks are drawn in by stuff like that. Yeah. And a, 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 someone who's surfing wearing a wetsuit 
From below. Yeah, look, well, the bottom of the surfboard yeah. looks like, looks a, like seal. a, a seal's belly. So. That's why when you go to the aquarium and you'll see a seal swimming along, it's swimming upside down. Mm. Oh, my God. Looking for predators <laughs> coming up. Yeah. Wow. I'm never going in the water again because of Maggie's story. <laughs> but what about ballroom dancing? Are you still feeling? <laughs> yeah, I'm good with I that. I mean, she was attacked by a shark and she's a ballroom Listen, dancer. Listen, I had a story in the Bizarre File yesterday of a guy getting bit on land by a shark. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know. Yeah. We're pretty much screwed. <laughs> I, You know what? Even the, um, the horseshoe crabs, which are totally harmless. Yeah. Uh-huh. Freak me out a little bit. Yeah. They freak you out at all, oh, case. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. big. Yeah, they're big. They're delicious, though. And I use my Scientology tooth to crack the shell open. <laughs> um, but they, uh, I, you never, I never see any live ones. Very rarely, on occasion. But for the most part, they're just dead ones washed do up they, all over the place. Do they bite? I don't uh, think so. No. Don't do think they, they even no. have mouths? I don't. I, well, <laughs> you know what? They don't. They don't have pinchers. I don't think. I don't even know which direction they go in. Like the, there's the pointy part. Yeah. The other side. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I think the, they go the, the other way. There, you can actually see eyes. If you look carefully, and uh, I don't know if eyes um, mean anything. Yeah, those things well, are so prehistoric have, looking. Yeah, they have some in the back too. They have like eight eyes on them. Yeah, uh, from what, what I understand. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that just freaks from me out. From boot to bonnet, it's it's pretty <laughs> wild. But I think I think the 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 pointy thing, Nick, is the tail, and that it does yeah. move the other way. But I don't know. Sometimes They're fascinating. Oh, when I was a kid, I thought that that was like a, a unicorn spike, and ah. so they, they went in that direction okay. uh, in order to spear other animals. I like your horseshoe better than mine. Yeah, the, the unicorn one is is much better. I don't like sharks, and I don't like swimming in the bay in the ocean and stuff like that. But you but, do it, uh, yeah. yeah. N- I don't like it, but do you? Uh, well, he's he's yeah. done Iron Man stuff, or not you? Iron Man, but I've done sprint triathlons, triathlon. mile swims. And... But do you you have a beach house? So when you go to the beach in a, on a hot summer day, do you go in the water? Not on a hot summer night. Dad. Will you sleep with the horseshoe crab? Yes. Will you get on your surfboard and go ballroom dancing? Yes. I bet you to see that cat to Kathy all the time. Uh, Kathy, I actually don't think I went in at all last year. Oh, wow. Not at from, all? No, aside from the, I did the Escape to Cape triathlon. I did the Mile Swim Memorial Day weekend in Wildwood. And then I did another Mile Swim in Avalon. Those are like the, but like, I don't consider that like me going in leisurely. Right, right. I don't think like when I was at the beach, beach, like that I, I went in. Now, wow. I also went swimming, not swimming, uh, fishing in the bay. Okay, they say there's no sharks in the bay. I caught sharks when I was fishing, but then also I met my new nightmare. Have you guys ever seen a sea robin? Yeah, they are terrifying. Sea robins, yeah. like when people fish, they yeah. that, that's like 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 junk. It's like oh, a yeah. sea robin. They're like, ah. I need to see a picture yeah. of oh my God. sea robin. That's what they look like. Press. They go. Ah. <laughs> I'll kill you. Yeah. I'm a sea robin. Uh, I mean, they don't look really. The, the picture I'm looking okay, at. You're looking at scared of us. You're scary. looking at a black and white. Drawing of one, you got to see it in real life and an it's actual like, photo. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Excuse me. Hang on, we have someone who can answer horseshoe crab questions. Rob, oh, a park ranger. Oh. Oh, good. Hi, Rob. Hey, how's it going? Awesome. So, how does a park ranger qualify you to know a thing or two about uh, horseshoe crabs? <laughs> uh, I spent some time down at Askeeg Island in Maryland. Okay. Quite a few of them down there. Okay. All right. So, number one, uh, any pinchers on them anywhere? Can they hurt a human being? No, they're pretty harmless. They they do have pinchers, uh, but you can literally put your finger directly into the pinchers, and it's not going to so hurt. So just at all. okay, finger that horseshoe crab. Can the tail do anything to you? 
No, the tail is really just to sort of steer them along if they swim or to flip them, but mainly to flip them back over if they get oh. knocked on their back. Basically God's practical joke. All right, and then uh, Nick was wondering which way they go. That that tail is indeed in the rear, and they move the other yeah, way. The, okay. Yep, the tail is in the rear, and uh, their mouth is sort of like in the center of their legs. So okay. Flip them upside down. They kind of just walk along while shoveling junk into the middle like of the Like a vacuum legs. cleaner, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So their, their mouth, their mouth is, uh, do they have one mouth or multiple mouths? It's it's what you maybe can call a mouth. It's, it's in the center of their legs. It's just a mall yeah. in the center of their legs that, that as they're walking, they're shoveling whatever they come across into there. And it's a sea Roomba. The movement, the movement. Yeah, it is. It's a sea Roomba. Yeah. Put it in the mall in the middle of my legs. Yeah. Hey, uh, so what about the eyeballs? Would, uh, am I right about them having like eight eyes? Yeah, they've got. Uh, I think it's nine. Okay. Uh, they're 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 really. Huh. I, less I call them eyes and more just like like receptors. They have an odd number of eyes. What the hell's wrong with this creature? Yeah. They have. They actually have a light. They have. They have one on their tail. Yeah, I'd, I'd want that too. It's, it's, it's their backup camera. Yeah. You know, their their yeah. blood is is blue. They're very wealthy. They're very wealthy. Their, their no, I'm going into the water for a dip. Their blood is pretty valuable. It's, it's used in medical research. What? Yeah, what? yeah. So I saw a picture one time where they 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 take these things, they harvest them, and there's like a big like uh, chorus line. Really, all of these yeah. uh, horseshoe crabs, they kind of bend them in a certain way. One they, singular sensation. And they they actually, without killing them, they draw their blood out of them uh, to be used for uh, like uh, Rob was saying, some kind of medical research. That's amazing. Yeah, hmm. uh, I, I find them very fascinating. They are very alien looking, otherworldly. And Rob, are. why do um why do I, I mean they definitely show up on the ocean beaches, but I see them more in the on the bay beaches. Yeah. So they come out. The, the Delaware Bay is actually the, like the biggest breeding biggest hermit crab mating area. So they, they they come up on the shore. They lay their eggs. They you know they're they're up there mating, and then they're actually really important to the migratory birds. Yes, migratory I, birds that you know once they get to this area, Delaware Bay area, they're starving. So they, we looked at we looked at a property in the villas, and we were told that now listen, every year there's this giant. Uh, horseshoe crab mating that takes place, and then after yep. that, the birds come in, and like birders from all around the world yep. come in to see these birds come and feed. Is this like on all of these horseshoe crab, uh, uh, you know, uh, eggs? Is this like dweeb sturges? Uh, yeah, it's like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, they they all fly. I love that. Yeah. Uh, so, and and I think it happens in like late May, early June, right, Rob? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh... So it's yeah, it's just, it's the popular spot to go to see a lot of birds that you're not really going to otherwise see because all those birds that are migrating they're they're stopping to uh, to gorge themselves on horseshoe crab eggs. It's yeah. fascinating, and and the, the, it says the horseshoe crab blood is is a miracle vaccine or a miracle medicine. Is that how they 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 describe it? I don't know. Yeah, right. Up yeah. there, yeah, miracle vaccine ingredients that saved millions of lives. Wow, crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see. thank you for the information. Thanks, Rob. We appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Horseshoe little... crab wrangler, Rob. Yeah. Thanks, Steve, you man. know what I love seeing down the shore is uh, is you will see like a seagull or whatever grab a clam. Yeah. And it'll fly and it'll just drop, drop it. it onto the street to oh, crack yeah. the shell. It, yep. Yeah. Absolutely. 
You do see cool stuff there, like yeah. uh, ospreys with with fish in uh-huh. their talons, yeah. and uh, that's that's pretty cool. Unicorns. Uh, we will be down there uh, very very soon. Yes, we will. Uh, Friday, in fact, for Keenan's, uh, the live broadcast officially open to the Jersey Shore. Um, and uh, shark attacks everywhere this year. We won't be in the water. <laughs> no, uh, I think we're going to be all right. Yeah, you'll be fine. Uh, come and join us for that. And you know where there are no sharks? In the Lazy River at uh, Maury's Pier. <laughs> uh, and we have a special big friggin' deal this week. You can get a same-day ride and water park combo uh, to Maury's Piers for 70 bucks, Unlimited rides for an entire day on all three piers and both big water parks in Wildwood. And you can go to WMMR.com and use the keyword deal. It's only through Sunday while supplies last. And they're valid all summer, June 9th through September 4th. It's great. So make sure you take yeah. advantage of that before they are all gone, by the way. All right. Why don't we take another break? Come back in uh, just a second or two. And uh, don't forget, today is Tattoo Tuesday, so we have a chance to win a President's Steve theme tattoo. Text word tattoo 39333. We'll come back in a moment. In MMR's early days, we used carrier pigeons for requests. But some people got mad at us. So now we have the text line at 39333. It's faster, better, and there's less poop. So text us anytime at 39333. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme Swoopin' and Win Game.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right. But Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Stephen Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I'd like to do this right now uh, real quickly because our friends from Sequoia Outback have uh, stopped by this yeah. morning and uh, our buddy John, who owns the joint, uh, has been out grilling up food in the uh, in the parking lot. Because no idea. Have, well, they have all the uh, uh, the great uh, you know stuff for your outdoor kitchen, Primo, Weber, and and, and uh a few others as well. So uh, they have all the cooking equipment that, that we can handle. That's where I got my barbecue. And so get to the Memorial Day sale, which is going on now, and you can get your backyard ready for entertaining. By the way, it is like the largest <laughs> outdoor showroom in the country. It's massive. It's, it's several, huge. several floors. And uh, we love, I've, I've gotten all my stuff there. So uh, highly recommend it. And um, I tell you what we'll do. Courtesy of a Sequoia Outback. Uh, they have given us uh, some money to give away. So I, I got 50 bucks so you can fill your grill this weekend from school. Nice. Back. And all you have to do is be the 10th caller right now, and we'll give that to you. That's all you have to do. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now, and we will give you 50 bucks courtesy of Sequoia Outback. And, uh, yeah, swing by there today. 
and uh, and see what they've got for you, my friend. All right. Um, uh, update on something. Yes. I just wrote down a couple of things I can mention here, but we'll get to that in a second. You're the acknowledger. But I am acknowledging <laughs> Casey Boy uh, and the fact that he took Kyle shopping yeah. so that Kyle doesn't have to eat out of the vending machines anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And... Um, well, at least for a while. Yeah. Well, at least for yeah. a little while. Well, so, I, hopefully I was able to jump <laughs> jumpstart things for him. Uh, because Kyle, I felt, was more so living out of the vending machine rather than using that as a, oh, you know what, I'm kind of hungry and I don't have anything with me well, today. It's, it's almost a con- for Well, prior to this, I mean, and mind you, it's only been a couple of days in effect where you, you know, stepped in and, sh- and went shopping with him. But yeah. uh, often is the time I'd go to get a cup of coffee and uh, he would actually be kind of delivering a monologue to himself, standing in front of the vending machine, <laughs> yeah. like trying to figure out what he was going to purchase. Kyle does talk to himself. Yeah. I, I, I've heard him do that. Yeah. And that's fine. I talk to myself. I do well. all the time myself yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Kyle, as a matter of fact, I yelled at him one time, but like it was not me like necessarily yelling at him, but more so to him. Uh, because I care about him and I want yeah, him course. to, you know, I want him to, you know, have money for good things, you know, uh, instead of spending it all on Fritos and stuff. And so I'm in the kitchen and he walks in there to buy something out of the vending machine. <laughs> he sees me. He does an about face, turns around and walks away. <laughs> I was like, dude, just get your stupid Aquafina water. Go ahead. Spend a dollar fifty on your Aquafina. That's so you're a, spending. Yeah. That's a typical single guy yeah. thing, though. doesn't matter sure. what age you are. Like, yeah. that's that's just what. They do. Uh, it cracks me up that it gets under Casey's yeah. skin so much. Well, listen, he but he's got a point. That no, he, I agree. He's saving Kyle a lot of money by doing this, but um, I just think guys in that situation, they don't really think about that and they don't really care. So he has been living on his own for a little while, and as we were shopping at Target on Friday, uh, you know, he revealed to me that he doesn't cook much, and I understand that as well, but press... I feel like you, you were a bachelor living on your own for a while. It, I think it's kind of important to maybe learn how to cook just a little bit. You, oh, you don't yes. have to make, you know, um, you know, fancy stuff all the time. But, you know, and I know it's also kind of hard to, like, cook for one person. But... I remember way back when there was a uh, it was an art when Maxim Magazine was the thing. Yep. Uh, and it, you know, catered to single guys. And uh, there was an article that was like, you need you need to know how to cook, like, three things. Just on the off chance that you need to cook for someone else, you remember what they were beside mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah, there was like a nice uh, steak with a with a uh, uh, like a cream sauce that came with it, and I don't remember what the other things were, but essentially it was you need to have just some basic cooking uh, skills, right. and part of it is so that you can treat someone else to a meal besides yourself. Now, I've also um, have spent a lot of time with Kyle. We drove across the country together, and mm-hmm. you know we've twice, been, twice, and uh, and we've observed quite a you know bit about one another. And and here's the thing about Kyle. He's six foot four, yeah. and he's slender with a crazy metabolism. Like yeah. the dude can just <laughs> shovel stuff down his throat, not gain a pound. So, so when, he when, does. When food is dropped off here, like today, or like we have a John from Sequoia, yeah. Um, the Velociraptor in the original Jurassic Park, when yeah. they lowered that bison into the pen, they showed more reserve than <laughs> Kyle does. Well, wait, yeah. seriously? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But see, that that's the that's somebody that doesn't grocery shop and whatever. It's it's a free meal. Why wouldn't you grab it? Yeah. You know no, what no, I mean? Oh no, no, no. That and that's fine. But like you know, going to Pagano's downstairs and you know eating out of the vending machine. Like I, I'm trying. <laughs> And this is not a not like we're just trying to. You're help. looking out for him. You uh, told, I told you the other yeah. day. You told him if if somebody pulls up in a van and says they need help looking for a lost puppy, do not get in. No. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think the inside of his refrigerator would look like? Oh, oh at nothing, home, nothing. Oh, him, yeah, like half maybe, a six pack, maybe. Maybe, 
Maybe like a maybe Pro- some mustard packets. Yes. Yeah, I wouldn't even yeah. Nick, I wouldn't even say the six pack because I think he's a he probably no. gets it, he drinks it, and the next time he needs it, he okay. goes out. He's also with the band and everything. He's up. He's he's, he's got a very intense work schedule. Yes, he works here. He works. You know, he's a great singer and works with the band. So that's around the clock. I would say if you open up his fridge, there'd be one thing in it: a box of Arm and Hammer. Yeah, that would be in there. He no, he doesn't that. even know what that's he for. He doesn't even know what that's for. He's like, you don't eat, you eat baking soda? <laughs> okay. I really realize that you do that. Um, no. I, can I, uh, let me, I, here's my prediction. I think it is very nice that you did that. I think you're trying to teach him something. I think he, the second all that food is gone, he's going to go back to the vending machine. Yeah. And he's going to go, uh, you know, that's not going to, he's not going to change his ways and go grocery shopping. I know. Now. And, but I was hoping that maybe I would kickstart a cat that like, I, no, you know, I know. And like, he, and Amazon is a great way to do it. Uh, like I have uh, my uh, little protein bars that I eat. Subscribe and, and save. Well, so, and that's the thing. Amazon's like, hey, you're probably running low on these yeah. things. And I'm like, you know what, Amazon, <laughs> I am. As a matter of fact. That's why I, yeah. I, I had at one point 200 packets of buffalo flavored uh, tuna. <laughs> that's right. But I did say to him on Friday, because, you know, we drove there separately. I'm like, dude. I'm like, do not put these in your house. These are not for you. Like, you put them under your desk here at work. This this is your work food. Do you believe that they're, they're oh, there Oh, it right is. Now? Yeah, okay. yeah. As a matter of fact, he came right back here on Friday and put everything under his desk. Should, should we yeah. you want to talk him? to him himself? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm curious as to what his opinion, or, or not, um, yeah. uh, on it is. But Come on in, Kyle. When you were driving across the country, I think you told me, maybe in between the first trip and the second trip or whatever, that he's a, he's a bit naive about certain things in life. Like, yeah. he's and, and a babe in, uh, in the woods. And, and yet, former military. He's a military. He's yeah. Traveled the world. He's traveled yeah. around the world. He knows so little for somebody who's traveled around the world. Right. <laughs> Dude. All right, and here he is. Hey, hey buddy. I don't like any of this. <laughs> Why not? By the way, I was walking by uh, the Piero Bear studio yesterday, and Kyle was in there facing away from me. He was reading a text or something like that, and I, I wanted to ask him a question. So I took like two steps in, and I just quietly yeah. I go, I go, Kyle. He jumped through the roof. <laughs> like, I think his head hit a ceiling tile. And I'm like, dear God. You got to remember. You're so jumpy. You are a major broadcaster. Your quiet voice is not that quiet, person. <laughs> it's not. Uh, the crap uh, you you were you diffuse bombs in there. Hey, <laughs> so how do you feel about Casey trying to, what, what he sees is helping you out? I, I appreciate the gesture. Okay. I really do. I don't want you to misconstrue it as something negative. I, uh tend to take criticism personally, no matter how good intent I know. the words are. That's why I said sorry on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I tried to hammer home. We, we had a, a conversation in the parking lot. I said, you just have to realize that you, I am your ally. You have an ally in me. Well, you guys have spent a lot of what, I mean, And that's why I know it comes from a good place. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I think I know Casey pretty much more than, I mean, Honestly, than most of you in here, just because of all the time we spend together. If you if you stay with us for a few for a few years, this taking criticism badly thing will eventually slowly start. You'll become desensitized. To it. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I think we'll help you out with that. Hey, you've never had, and we got it for you on Friday because you like white cheddar. You've never had pirate's booty. I uh, saw so you eating it yesterday. I might yes. ask you. I ate some more this morning. Okay, it so is absolutely like it. I'm delicious. I'm not familiar with pirate's booty. Oh, oh. It's so good. it's good. Yeah. Pirate's booty's great. What, yeah. What's in it? 
Uh, it's like it's like a pseudo popcorn. You would like it. Yeah. They like they, would I? Yeah. It's they like pop- deemed it a, a a healthier version, or or maybe an easier version for kids to eat than actual popcorn. Mm-hmm. And then it went beyond a kid's snack. Everybody well, likes I'm it. I'm a big popcorn fan. Very specific. Like, and I, I, I do not like white cheddar. Yeah, it's popcorn. more of a puff. Well, and it yes. is kind of white cheddar. So I don't. Right? Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. you think? No, you don't yeah, like white cheddar. I do not like white cheddar. Well, wow. they have different flavors. Uh, but we got him the white cheddar because that's what he likes. Wait oh, a minute. I've seen him, yes. Somebody texted in and says, Viva La Kyle, <laughs> screw these old whiny bitches. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's, I don't know. I don't even get Thanks, it. Thanks, Mom. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> no. uh, here you go. Uh, this says, does Kyle like redheads that are just a bit older than him? Ah. No. Uh, and <laughs> people are wondering, is Kyle single? Yes. Uh, now, you are single? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much? Pretty much. I love- it depends so- on whether or not she's listening, right? right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, Kyle- t- what time is it? Kyle's band, by the way, the FM band, will be playing at uh, Keenan's on Saturday night this week. I'm going to sit in with him. I'm going to play a song. Kyle got me a recording of one of the songs they do. Very cool. I'm very yeah. much looking forward to playing it because I, I love playing with great playing singers. The B.B. King song, Bending Machine. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, uh, Kyle? We did ask the question. Uh, you weren't in the room, but we're, we're going to ask you now. Uh, what is in your refrigerator? At home. Um, I'm trying to recall. Uh, there is some really old, moldy meal prep in there. Meal uh, prep, okay. Meal prep, okay. Yeah, that I didn't make. Um, I had my trainer actually yeah. make it for me. Right. Uh, there was an old Wawa sandwich. Okay. Old. Just a keepsake. Is yeah. there anything in there that, like, uh, um... There's a lot of expired things in there. Like, okay. I, like That's you what I'm like, trying to like say. Like, <laughs> like, you know, n- normal... There's ketchup have... and mustard, okay. mayo... Uh, some protein shakes that I bought from Amazon. So you would have no, you would have no, uh, you're trying to put on some weight now. And, and so you're... That's expensive. Yeah, it yeah. is expensive, yeah. I am, see, my, my metabolism burns calories at a very, very high rate. My trainer said that I burn about 3,500 calories a day. Wow. Yeah. And that's at rest. Yeah. Right. So for me to put on weight while I'm trying to work out and put on muscle... I'm sorry, no. I burn 28,000 calories at rest, and I have to eat 3,500 calories a day. Right. And you don't burn 28,000? 2,800. That's right. Did I misspeak? Yes. Yes. So it's, it's a Chernobyl expensive task. Yeah. Yeah. What's in your freezer? Ice. Ice. <laughs> I knew it. Ice, that's all. My, my, maybe, maybe when I was broccoli. single, yeah, living alone, I, it was all takeout in the refrigerator. I didn't do a lot of cooking, you know, and I, I, I get it. So, um... Do Preston you- brought in some supplies for Keenan's on Friday, so <laughs> if any of that yeah. stuff is left over, you Grab can have that. Yeah, you can Hard have that. pass. Uh, so my wife says, the irony of 47-year-old Casey teaching Kyle money-saving tips is hilarious to me. <laughs> <laughs> Insert the dumb and dumber gift right now. Uh, yeah, well. My brother texted me after that segment uh, when you were, you know, shouting on the radio about my vending machine habits. He's like, uh, he's he's happy that... Thousands of people are getting to understand my weirdness. Mm. And we're I'm, all weird, man. Yeah. I mean, anybody in the world of radio. That's how we make a living. We're just yeah. Yeah. completely bonkers type of people. But it's fine. Uh, yeah. Well, let's yeah. see how it goes. Let's see. So you just started this thing when Casey is sort of your shopper. Yes. See, uh, see if you like it. If it's something you want to You're not committed by law to stick to it. You could go back I'm to I'm already digging in. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I, are I you enjoy bringing it. your snacks from home? Are you bringing them in with you? Well, no, no the here. snacks are here. Oh, yeah. If I here. bring them home, they're not coming back here. Yeah. Got it. And I mean, he, you literally, he has to 
eat a crap load of food. Yeah. I really do. And that's how, what he's trying to do. How many Pop-Tarts have you had so far? I have had two. <laughs> and Pirate's Booty. Okay. Wait, do you have Pirate's Booty back there? Can we give? Yeah, can was, we have Steve taste it? Steve, or, do you want like to try it? Shatter. I'll try Pirate's yeah, Booty. Try All right, so the Pirate's Booty is under, I said Marissa just left, it's under my desk, uh, under the computer. It's near the scallywag semen. <laughs> Do you uh, do you like cooking food at all? Do you like making any food, any dish? No. Do you I, know how to cook anything? No. Grilled you, cheese sandwich. Or grilled cheese. Like if it's simple, yeah. Okay. Hot dogs, mac and cheese, grilled yeah. cheese. All right. I, I like cheese. Here's what you need: get yourself an air fryer. How do you make cheese? Yeah. Get yourself an air fryer. Air fryers are, are yeah. uh, fairly inexpensive. Get yourself yeah. a nice griddle. Uh, you can make great grilled not, cheeses and stuff. Not gonna I think maybe the air fryer is a good idea. Yeah, a grill air fryer is very good if you're yeah. single. So, all right, what do you like? It's you white like? cheddar. I'm not a big fan of white okay. cheddar. Yeah. yeah. Do you like uh, the regular orange cheddar? Yes. What okay. about what about the texture? Because the texture is yeah. the big thing. No, no, for that I, I like actual. Che- I like cheddar cheese. I just don't like the popcorn version of it. Right. No, so, but what, what about do you like the texture of the pirates? Absolutely you- fine. Absolutely yeah. fine. It's it, it, it's just I, I'm not. Uh, you know the uh, the smart popcorn, the, uh, the the white cheddar. I don't like that. It just doesn't work for me. Uh, what was the event at the Adventure Aquarium? The chalk uh, was it? The cho- yeah, the chocolate yeah, event. What yeah. Is, um, yeah. ALS. ALS. Yeah. Uh, Excellent event. I went years ago when Jace was little, and they had a pirates booty uh, silent auction. So I bid on it. And I, I won it. We had pirates booty. I think for like a year oh my, in, wow. my, in my basement. It was great. Well, it's it's uh, it's certainly uh, it's, uh, now that I see the package, I know that's it's very popular. So it's not, it's not real popcorn though. It's, it's, no, there's no, like no, rice no, product it's, it's, in there. It's made from real pirate. Right. Yeah. <laughs> pirates booty. All right. Well, you know they're evil. So Casey's just watching out for you, Kyle. I appreciate yeah. it. By the way, I'm giving. I just took one of these, Kyle, so you can finish this. Right. I will. Yeah. There's your <laughs> breakfast. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. We're, we're looking out for you. All right. And then um, we'll find you a nice uh, cougar. I have some, yeah, apparently there's a few of them out there that are interested. Uh, they've come to uh, Keenan's yeah. Saturday night. Check out Kyle on stage. With uh, it, it, if you're really smart, you make him a nice dish or something. <laughs> Wait, does he like cougars? <laughs> Does he like older ones? No, 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 no. He uh, likes. Uh, I, I, he, he does. He likes every. He likes. He likes, he likes everything. He mainly dates uh, African American uh, women, and uh, he is. Uh, he's a, he's a great guy, and yeah. he's he's a lover, not a fighter. Yeah, that's it. And so you can. And he uh, loves pirate booty. He, he loves does. strippers. I know that. Oh, I was just going to say, I am trying to get him to stop dating strippers. <laughs> Or porn stars. I'm like, let's try Wait, a no, different no, no, pool no, of girls. Porn stars is well, I mean, that's so absolutely fine. Casey, yeah. if you're going to take him to the grocery store and help him that way, I'm going to help him in a different way. Stop dating the porn stars. Marissa? I just want to jump in here. This is also the very first time Kyle has ever worked in an office, and this is the very worst office setting oh, yeah. to pretend <laughs> yes. to learn things. It's like there's the show time, and then there's office time, and then it does. it's a very fun. Well, then also, also like morning peanut butter sh- jelly time. Peanut butter <laughs> jelly time. But um, morning show, like, is also different as well because you start eating earlier, you're up longer, you know? And so I thought maybe he would put on some weight because that's, you know, I always call it morning show weight. Well, he's case. So from here, he'll go. uh, I mean, that is a tough. When I I started doing radio and I I was still doing some stand-up at the time, it was killing. It just kills you to go and do, you know, that on top of it. Too much. Can't do it. Yep, yep, yep. All right, um, if we're done talking about Kyle for the moment, I do have a little stream of consciousness nerd. Uh, a couple of things I wouldn't yes. mind mentioning to you guys. The stream of consciousness nerd. An elevated state of mind. A journey of the surreal. Uh, so Stuff like that. Yeah, things like that. <laughs> 
Let me see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought this was going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, traveling is a pain in the ass, as we all know, but some airports seem to be frustrating travelers more than others. In particular, uh, the airport near the happiest place on Earth in California. A recent Forbes ranking found that John Wayne Airport in Orange County was the angriest out of all of them. No kidding. Uh, Forbes experts analyzed Twitter posts from travelers flying through major airports around the U.S. Well, this is goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> based on... <laughs> That Twitter activity, John Wayne Airport, angers its travelers more than any other U.S. airport. I just want to let you all know you're a bunch of stupid <laughs> pussies. <laughs> Tired of your pissing and moaning? We'll get there when we get there. That's what the Duke would yeah, have to say? He's just over For it real. at this point, man. For real. Uh, the analysis <laughs> found that nearly two-thirds of the tweets aimed at John Wayne Airport could be characterized as angry. Uh, complaints ranged from the airport being too noisy, uh, issues with the TSA staff, and flight delays. Most people, they'll fly John Wayne and connect to Jimmy Stewart Airport. Well, okay. Yeah. Um, and then if they're, then it goes on to Carol Channing Airport mm-hmm. and all the other celebrities. Is Robert airport. Mitchum in there? Does he have an I'm airport? sure he does, yeah. Uh, so coming to in second and third place are Jacksonville International Airport and Epley Airfield in Omaha, Nebraska. So John Wayne Airport is more of a a, a mid level. It's not you know it's mm-hmm. not it's not Dallas Fort Worth. So right. I, I think you're probably there's a lot of puddle jumping going through there. I've flown in and out of there. They, they it's have, not massive. Yeah, it is. is yeah, it? they have international flights. My, my really? Friend, yeah, my friend Scott lives right near there. It's been years since I've been there. I, I, yeah, it's an alternative to LAX, Stephen. People get so fed up with LAX that they use John Wayne. I but, didn't know that. Yeah, my friend Scott will like fly to China and stuff. And by Everything. the way, oh wow, there is a uh, there's a Jimmy well, Stewart. I stand corrected, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> there is a Jimmy. Stewart Stewart Airport, and it's in Indiana. Oh, there you go. You could take Ronald Reagan to yes to uh, I don't know to where John Wayne. <laughs> I John. have to be honest; I've never flown before. To John Wayne, <laughs> we're going to John Wayne right up the old bunghole. Wow, that's the hangar we're going into. Oh, okay, the old bunghole. Um, the best airports, according to travelers, and and this means you know they they rank that one angriest. That doesn't mean it's the worst airport. Uh, it's and just they, they... People are on edge more. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the best airports, according to travelers, Indianapolis, uh, Seattle, Tacoma, and Kansas City. Important to note, though, results of John Wayne Airport's own passenger survey show a high overall airport approval rating. Nearly three-fourths of passengers who were surveyed in 2022 awarded... James Mason Airport. <laughs> the airport and overall... What do you guys have to drink over there? Uh, what is this again? Thunderbird. Thunderbird. <laughs> yes. I drink a choice. to be served on all flights. Yeah. When unexpected guests drop by, get them hammered with Thunderbird. Do you have any good wine? No, we have some cheap piss. Do you like a little glass of chilled cheap piss? <laughs> Who wouldn't? It's the only wine that comes in powdered form. It is a wine, right? Uh, it's like a, I, no, I think it's a uh, it's a wine. like a malt drink. I'm a isn't it? No, it's a wine. Thunderbird is yeah. Okay, exactly. Yeah. All right. Thank you for flying, James Mason. Nick's gonna look it up, but it may be yeah, it might be like a Boone's Farm, like a cheap wine, high yeah. alcohol. Always content. heard of it as kind of a real cheap wine. That's yeah. why it was so funny that you had James Mason. It was considered you know yeah, seventeen point five percent alcohol by volume though. Yep. Man, right. I'm keeping up and flame away from this. All right, stream of consciousness, nerd. Let me go back. Uh, there's AI stories that are now popping up every single day. This isn't 
I wouldn't call this one like a terrifying one, but it is weird. Disconcerting? Uh, yeah, sci-fi author Tim uh, Boucher says that he has created 97 books in nine months with the help of AI. How many did his brother Bobby create? Bobby Boucher? I don't know. Uh, he said that uh, he'd used AI image generator Midjourney to illustrate the books and ChatGPT and Anthropic's Claude uh, for brainstorming and text generation. So everything that I've listened, so I've listened to songs that were created, um, you know, lyrically and, and some of the music with AI. I've read some passages of, of things that were created with AI. And I, and I, and maybe it's bad because I, I go in knowing that it's AI, but my perception is it's very warm milk. It's very, um, it's bereft of something, and maybe I'm just going in thinking it will be bereft of something because it's right. AI. But here's the deal: the dude has written 97 books. They're on they're online on sale between uh, two bucks and, and four bucks. They're cheap, yeah. But he's cranking them out, right? And he's going to make a decent amount of money, really, just from putting it out there. Yeah. I would think so. Uh, and he's not really writing them. You yeah. know what I mean? His toaster is, but it's <laughs> it's it's crazy. You know, some people are going to use this to to I I don't know where you where you cross the line where where this how how is that his property? You I know think what Brian I mean? Callen had an interesting take on it yesterday. That that thing that we connect to yeah. that is that human element will somehow, like he said, um, go to an actual whatever you are experiencing, whether it be stuff on TikTok or AI or whatever. Go watch a a, a classic masterpiece of a movie that moves you, and that human element will be will be what is the deciding, discerning factor. It's a yeah. difference, and it's a subtle one, but it's a difference between art and content. Absolutely. Right? And what AI is generating is, is content con- exactly. and what human and generates And don't think you have, to, you have to go back and watch old stuff. You can watch current yes. uh, human-created <laughs> great pieces of art Do you art have any things by humans? Right. Yeah. Yeah, there but may you know, be someday. In the, but as these things go... You know, over time, what when when does something be? This is again stuff of great science fiction and 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 um, dystopian science fiction. When things become so close to human, you know, when does something become human? When mm-hmm. is you know, like in Blade Runner, that's the question they ask. You know, uh, the 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 company more human than human. Well, what what is that? What makes us human? There is some art in it. If you just put something in ChatGPT or any of these. What it's what it's spitting out is not one hundred percent correct. It's just what it thinks is correct. It right. gathers a whole bunch of thoughts. So if he's writing this and then he goes over it and edits it and changes things, mm-hmm. not saying it is art, but I I was describing it to somebody this week, and it's a perfect way if you were like starting a paper or a memo and you just are sitting looking at a blank screen with the cursor blinking. If you were to go to ChatGPT and just ask it to kind of help you get it started. It kind of goes from there. No, so, and that's no just, I know. Like trust kickoff. me. Especially yeah. if I was a student right now, yeah. I'd be like, hallelujah. My mm-hmm. question or is. is, is that has to write a lot of web stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. No, and for you, I, you use it as, as you see fit. I'm wondering whether there, and I think there are, uh, whether professors will be equipped or teachers or colleges will be equipped with a device that can scan these articles or these term papers or whatever for telltale um, AI writing. Steve, there was already a South Park episode about yeah. it, where they they the, all the boys were getting caught using it and then they realized that the teachers were using it too. <laughs> it's very very obvious. Right. Um mm. if somebody hasn't scanned over it, and especially if you've seen 
anything that the student has written, and then you compare it to what the chat GPT has spit out. No, exactly. Right. Yeah. Just plagiarism. So can you, well, yeah. So speaking of which, like, so suppose you just use it the same way like some like somebody wrote your term paper. You used a term paper from somebody like the year prior, and you just go in and you yeah you just you, know, yeah. you change yeah. a couple you of make sentences. It your own. Yeah, yeah. But it's really helpful no for like resumes or bios if you just have to get them started. Well, for me. Because I'm the idea guy, and I have all these stupid ideas for, like, uh, movies and stuff like that, but I'm, I'll never write a script. What if I just floated my ideas into said chat GPT yeah. thingy and then had it write it for me, and then I can go in and kind of fix what I wanted? I, I mean... Then yeah. your computer comes writing up in a yeah. uh, Bentley. There yeah. <laughs> there, was a, there was a story, and, and this will be the last... I don't want to go down the a No more than this. ...hole too much, but there was a, apparently there was a... Uh, gener- AI generated a video or photo of the Pentagon on fire yesterday, and it started to some people believe yeah, it. Yeah, affected, yeah. It affected stock stock markets went down like point two percent or That's something crazy. like that, and then yeah. they immediately responded to it and said it was fake. So that was one of the first the things that I've seen happen that made me go, uh oh. Well, may I bring up the thing I was saying earlier about about uh, Oprah? I yeah. think I think Oprah, in some way, there's an Oprah commercial, and I don't know if it's real. It seems to be deep faked for these weight loss gummies, mm. and it looks like Oprah and it sounds like Oprah, but I'm not sure it's Oprah. But it's not? On the Instagram thing, I mean, weight weight loss gummies isn't is that yeah, part sure of the the scam. W thing? It sounds it sounds ridiculous. So we goddamn ridiculous. It's for goddamn ridiculous. Um, so you're just saying that something on the surface is this not right. does not match yeah. up to the Oprah that we know. The Oprah that loves bread. That's not Ooh. my Oprah. The okay. Oprah that asks you to look under your chair. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Um, well, I do want to move on to something else. Or, yeah. We're moving on to something yes. else. All right, something, uh, some info that we can use. Use uh, Netflix is making improvements to its My List feature so that you can more easily sort through the shows and movies that you've bookmarked. Do you use um, I do My List? But what, it's just a list. What, how are they making it easier? Uh, starting first on Android, you'll be able to filter your list by movies, TV shows, haven't started, started. Oh, okay. And sort by options like when you added something to your list, release dates, and alphabetically. The one thing, one of the things, I, all these streaming platforms that drives me a bit crazy is when you come back to to finish something you've started and you have a hard time finding it as you scroll down the menu. I think it should be the first thing there every single time. A lot of times it is. Depends on... Sometimes it's... Yes. But some of them, it's buried. So if you get the... the, So there's the mechanism within Apple TV, which is... It is that one icon that has everything that you've been watching sitting right there. Mm -hmm. There's also the Fire Cube, the Amazon device, that will... uh, That menu is always repopulated with what you were just visiting. Mm -hmm. So you could actually say... Show me the show that I've been watching, and it will know that you mean that episode you're watching. The problem is, though, a lot of times, if you don't complete all the way through the credits on an episode, it'll start yeah. it, it'll, it, it, in the it, middle of the credits. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so this drives me insane. Uh, we uh, We switched to Hulu Live like a year ago or something like that, and now, I guess because we don't have the Apple TV devices in the house... Whenever, uh, actually, I don't even know if it has to do with the Apple TV device. But anyway, uh, the shows are not. uh, So if I leave off a show in in the middle and I'm going to finish it later, but I go to a different TV to finish it. No, it takes me to the 
the last thing I watched on that TV. Yeah. So if I'm watching a series. That TV. Interesting. So it won't. And I've watched Instead a whole. Of your account in general. Right. Wait a account second. In general. So, all right. So have you logged in on all the TVs? So like I was watching Servant, right? That was right. one that, that came to mind. And, um, and you're, not, yes, you're watching it through the, the Hulu app or you're watching it through the. So Apple TV, Apple, t- yeah. I guess Apple, it has but, but not the actual device, right? Just the app the that's app. on the right. screen. Okay, um, yeah, and it, but it, but that's not the only one. Like it's not just Apple TV stuff. Like the Hulu stuff, the Netflix stuff, all of it will pick up where I last watched on that TV. Well, so Roku just did. They made their their operating system available across all platforms. You used to have to get a Roku device, you know, or a Roku TV set. Right, a lot right. of people like it. Um, I think it's okay. But, um, you know, there are different um, uh, different platforms where you can synthesize all this stuff through depending on what you like. You should try them for a little while and, and see. I, I think Amazon Prime does a good job of handling their show management. And the, the one Apple um, portal does as well. So. Anyhow, Netflix is going to try to make it uh, simpler. For you, yeah, yeah. starting on there's Android a ton of stuff. Devices, yeah, so. fifty friggin' different streamers. All right, let me stream of consciousness. Streaming across the universe. So, John Wayne Airport. The popularity of weight loss drugs is fueling another cosmetic trend, and that is plastic surgery to lift saggy skin. Well, people drop weight so quickly. Yes, with Ozempic yeah. and uh, Wigovi. Uh, and so the number of people seeking out the near magic weight loss cap- uh, capabilities could not be higher than it is right now. But along with rapid weight loss comes an issue, a ton of loose skin and a gaunt face. Uh, well, a person's skin will gain elasticity to account for gaining weight. Stretching skin can sometimes require surgical removal. Uh, and there's uh, sagging from gravity and aging, but there's also a sag that could occur from the loss of fat. If things sag, now you're looking at lifting-type procedures. I wonder how many of the recent celebrity weight loss situations, from Melissa McCarthy to Billy Gardell mm. to John Goodman, how many have yeah. been assisted with Wagobi and Ozempic? Probably. Yeah. I would think, uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, because... Um, Billy Gardell was doing um, uh, diabetes uh, yeah. uh, commercials for a product. Stands to reason. And so clearly he needs to, this is this is a weight issue that yeah. needs to be handled any way that it possibly can. So and You I, can reverse that. Yeah, I'll bet that he got, um, that he got some medical help with that. Um, so Dr. Stephen Cohen works as a cosmetic surgeon in San Diego, said probably 25% of our patients come in with significant gauntness where they lose a lot of deep fat. They get hollowing in their temples. And they look instead uh, like, uh, instead of like having mumps, it says. Skull people. Wait, um, what? Skull sealer. Uh, they look the reverse of when you suck in your cheeks together. Huh. He said that's what happens when you start to lose some of the components of the deep fat. He wanted to explain that's what's happening. Uh, what is happening is called um, buccal fat loss. Buccal? B-U-C-C-A-L. Is that uh, your cheeks? Or buckle. I think that that means buccal. Buccal means in the cheek area. Okay. Buccal fat is padding in the inner lining of a person's cheeks. Hey! (laughs) Casey's so excited about the buccal fat. Surgeries surgeries removing it. Buccal fat is the greatest thing ever. Has surged in popularity in recent years. Uh, Much of the weight loss can be attributed to uh, semaglutide, uh, which is the active drug behind the brand names uh, Wagovi and Ozempic. Uh, you know, I, I reason I, I took 25 pounds off since the beginning of the year. The only thing I don't like about that is 
yes, in the face, I look it a makes little older. Uh, a little more gaunt, a little little too. A little more like Audrey Hepburn? A lot, little yeah, like yeah. Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. here comes Bill, Audrey. Yeah, yeah, Bill came in the other day. Uh, is Audrey Hepburn in the performance studio? Yeah, what no, was that's, he? That's, uh, that's uh, Preston. I don't know. I just like, it's yeah. like... Bill's on a good right, mo- Bill's right on a good noise. swing. You didn't guys didn't see it, but we had the a ladder set up in the um there's a ladder in the performance area cuz we're going to have that, you know, the uh, the revivalists are coming into play. Yeah. He he goes, comes in, climbs up to the top of the ladder and sits down as if that's where he's going to conduct the meeting from. Build it? That's Bill. I didn't see that. Right, Nick, you were there for that? Yeah. Yeah. Did you just refer to Bill as white noise? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> You're in trouble. <laughs> and by the way, she had just achieved favored person know, status. Yeah, Bill no, no, just no. achieved it. No, Casey took it from me. I was only I was only in there for like a few weeks, and then Casey did something, and yeah. he moved. Yeah, he said but not he moved anymore because I think Bill is tops. <laughs> <laughs> He's the bees. Yeah, yeah. Now he is aces in my book. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at a picture up here in the studio of buccal fat removal. Yeah. I mean, except this. That looks like that looks good. She, yeah. her face looks a little bit better without well, that. Well, she had yeah, she had the procedure done. Oh, oh, okay, I see. Um, so, she had a but remember, we talked about the people who were taking these weight, these new weight loss drugs, and how uh, they're looking almost sickly because they're dropping the weight. Well, so that's what he's saying. They're yeah, he's saying they, they look like they're 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 hollowed out. It would help if they maybe, and I'm not saying this isn't the case for all these people, but uh, if they worked out at the same time, um, you know, it would help maybe cheek ups. Well, no, but it would help sort of displace, you know, if you're adding muscle as you're yeah, losing fat. Right. Yeah, it does. Uh, and also more gradual allows your body to, to you know, correctly uh, adapt for it. To adapt to it. Yeah, That's yeah. why they're looking that way because it's so quick. So they're most often performing body contouring procedures, including tummy tucks, arm lifts, and breast lifts. Um, as they're sagging, you know, from all this. So uh, so that's an uptick in that business uh, because of the, the weight loss. So. Saggy right. skin. All right, one more thing, and then we will wrap this up. Uh, let's see. WhatsApp. You guys ever use WhatsApp? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All the yeah. time? I have a, a friend who lives in South America, and okay. so that's how I communicate with her. They finally announced one of the most anticipated features today, message editing. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg yeah. noted in a Facebook post that users can now modify a message within 15 minutes of sending the message. But when I see that, I, I get the message that says, edited. message edited. Yes, yeah. it says the edited message will have an edited tag next what about the recipient? to the timestamp to mark the change. I yeah, am the, the recipient. recipient sees it. I am the recipient really? when I see that. Well, that yeah. seems counterproductive. Yes. Um, what did you have to edit out? Yeah, I know it could lead to that. I'm right? banging your wife. <laughs> I mean, listen, spelling corrections and things like that that we yeah. edit, you know, on social media and whatever. I do you, mean, Kathy, do, that. do you notice when you send now email on um, or... Um, even a text, it will uh, is there's a bit of a delay before it actually goes through. Well, and also on the watch, it's set, like it'll yeah. send, but not really. You can hit don't send, and then it doesn't send. Right. So it says it's here it's buying that, you some time to before you destroy your life. That it will it will have an edited <laughs> tag next to it. However, the app will won't maintain any correction history. Uh, other users won't be able to see the previous versions of edited right. messages. You can just see that it was edited. That it is was edited. is there some sort of system preference that would allow you from blocking the recipient uh, from seeing that it was edited? Probably not. You can edit text now, right? Yes. 
And it, does it that say? Do you see the orig- original text or no? It presents. It sends. It sends the recipient the edited version and the original, so they can compare them. Uh, no, does does it? No, no, no. <laughs> so you just see that it's been edited then on text yeah. as well, right? Yeah, yeah okay. I don't even be know the how point, to use it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> You can edit your deepest, too, by the way. There's a special feature. Here's one that I got last night from my brother, and it says, obviously, is there anything, blah, 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 and then he goes on, and then he writes, then I get a second text beneath that that says, edited to, quote, obviously, if there's anything that I can do. So I I got both texts. One of, just the second one just said edited to, and then quote of the the text that he wanted to correct it to. Kathy, what did yours say? So it shows, yeah. Okay, all right, so that's what I think they're, that's what they're changing. They're going to get rid of the Yeah, you won't be able to see the the history of what he went from and to. Right? I just sent Kathy a text and then edited it. (laughs) This is my bad. Okay, so you don't get what I initially sent. No. Okay. Maybe I need to upgrade my, uh, update my system or whatever. Let's yeah. go to the let's go to the tech desk, Marissa. Yeah, Nick, either you or your brother doesn't have an updated iOS. That's it. Uh, that's uh-huh. it. Always make sure your operating system is up to speed, so your equipment will be overpowered, and you'll have to buy new equipment. But I wonder, can you edit that after I view it, Casey? Oh, let's find out. Okay. All right. Well, we're conducting real in the moment experiments yes. right now. Hang with. That's us. why we're the number one tech show mm-hmm. in the country. <laughs> okay. Uh... I just sent you another one. I let me wait, but you edited that again. I did. You said I can I edit it again, and I did. Oh, I meant like all right. Here, I'm going to send a new message. Okay, send it back a message explaining what you wanted to do. All right, and I don't dear know. dear Casey. Okay, so now read it. Did you read it? Yes. Okay, you read it. Now let me edit it. It's hard see. looking at you across this console <laughs> and knowing I can never have you. I love Diane and respect her greatly, but I. I want to cut off a piece of that so bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. So now look. Did, did it change? The change? It changed. It changed. What does it say? <laughs> it says, I would like to break me off a piece of that. <laughs> Give me a piece of that Casey bar. <laughs> That's not nice, <laughs> Oh, I need to see it. It just says you're an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay. You knew that was going to be the case. All right. We got it all worked out now? Yeah, Yeah, we're good. Are we clear? So so actually, I could change stuff and be like, no, I never sent that to you. Oh, but it says edited. Yeah. All right. There we go. I think that's kind of productive. Well, we should uh, we should wrap this uh, stream of consciousness up now. We're wrapping it up. Okay. Oh, and it, but I Without will music. I will read this because Casey uh, gave me this shard out, and uh, then we'll move along. Uh, huh? It says, "Good morning, it to the President and Steve family. It's been uh, I've been here, meaning Japan. Oh, for almost ten years now. Bucks Motco expat. <clears throat> me and the wife listen to the podcast all the time. Try to listen live when I can." Uh, but with the time difference, it's difficult sometimes. We were both children's English teachers for a long time and have just recently went into a different direction. Plus, we're celebrating our kids' birthdays today. Uh, sometimes it's real tough being over here, but I'm thankful for you guys requesting the mother of all shardouts uh, when you get a chance. Love my Philly sports and love MMR. You guys freaking rock. Uh, and it says Bill Weston's voice. Uh, so that is from, I don't know who it's from. They didn't sign it. What? Uh, it says Richie, uh, Richie. B. All right. Uh, so he and his wife, Richie B. There's the mother of all shard outs from Japan. And thank you for listening uh, from the other side of the world. We do appreciate that. All right.
righty. We're going to take a break. Our friends from uh, Sequoia Outback are here. Before we're done, we'll give away another 50 bucks to help uh, fill your grill. But thank you to John and company for being here today. Um, they're cooking up some food for us, and they have everything that you can imagine to make your deck or any outside space a source of comfort and pride, of course. And you can outfit your outdoor kitchens with top grills from Fire Magic, Weber, and Primo. So in a little bit, we'll ask you to call in, and we'll give away some more money from our friends at Sequoia Outback. We're going to take a break, come back in a second, get some bizarre file stories. So get ready. What's new? Glad you asked. Foo Fighters. Mammoth WVH. Finger 11. It's me and you! New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. We were just out talking to John from Sequoia Outback, who is here, grilled up a bunch of breakfast sandwiches for us. He's got burgers, too. He's made a ton of stuff. Uh, they have a great grilling um, apparatus for you to purchase anything you want to... Everything. ...get for your outdoor kitchen. Uh, they've got all the, the grills and everything that comes along with that. So we'll do... And they brought some cash to give away to you. I'm not going to do it right now, but in a couple minutes, we'll have your chance to win some money to fill up the grill... Uh, from Sequoia Outback and uh, Route 309 in Hatfield is where you'll find them. So we thank them for being by here. You know what they did when, when I was buying my grill, Preston? I was about to make a mistake and, and buy a grill too big that I did not need. Yeah. And they the experts over there, they said, no, this is where you should stay. They want to make they want to make you happy. They They're not right. trying to sell their biggest product. No. Thing. They want you to be a satisfied griller extraordinaire. I was a scared initially, but Don't then uh, and then they stopped me from being a scared. It's a beautiful thing. All right, we have uh, Bizarre File Stories. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File Brought to you by A.D. Moyer, your professional source for decks, windows, doors, millwork, and more. ADMoyer.com. All right, we're going to start with this. After wearing masks in public for three long years, many Japanese are signing up for smiling classes. Smiling classes. To learn how to smile again without looking awkward. Yes, I want to learn how to smile. Uh, smiling used to be a natural response, but apparently three years of hiding behind a mask have left many Japanese unable to smile naturally. So some of them are now Sad. paying so-called smiling educators. Yeah, that's not a ripoff. To teach them how to display their pearly whites again without looking awkward. They participate in specialized classes where they are taught how to stretch and flex various parts of their faces. And the one, and the two. And even their neck muscles to smile properly and actually convey happiness without looking weird. Do you uh, uh, do you like your smile? My own? Yeah. No. Yeah. I do not. Uh, do you like yours? I have a Bruce Willis kind of... I'm, I don't, I'm not a toothy smile. Uh-huh. Some people smile all the way back to the gums, like... The, the the lips recede back just below the nose. Uh, Kathy has a big smile. Yeah. Um, big Tony Roberts smile. Um, uh, Sarah Parker has a big smile. Um, I have a, like a, a, a grin smile, like a grile. You don't show your teeth. You usually just... <laughs> I, it looks, seems weird. It seems like I'm a serial killer. You do this. I, I, no, yeah. I, I've never really cared for myself. And it's funny. I can't do... Like, I have to do the big smile. I can't do what you guys do to me. That's what I what I don't like. Okay. Like, okay. I look weird. And that's the only way... I, 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 like that, Preston, you're smiling with your teeth exposed. I would call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> right? Your, your regular smiles, I think, is different. Let you me know? see your smile. Like I'm trying to do a small smile. I'm smiling. No, that looks no. 
No, 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 no. I would hold. I would hold a pillow over your face. You look like you may have smelled something and yeah. are being polite to yeah. not say anything. No, to it anyone. smells great. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you think the baby needs changing? Hey, Kath, do it again, and because I, I want this to be your new profile photo. <laughs> oh God! No. <laughs> this messed up. I don't know how. Uh, Marissa, Marissa has a nice, a big of smile she too. Does. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it works for her. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, a woman named uh, Kiko Kawano, a radio personality turned entrepreneur, said that she's taught smiling classes to around 4,000 people so far and has also helped train around 700 certified smile specialists since she started her work in 2017. Does she also teach frowns? But demand for her services skyrocketed recently, with people starting to give up the surgical masks. Smiling instructors... Uh, claim that exercising one smile is just like training other parts of the body. It's all about the muscles. So exercising <laughs> the expressive facial muscles is an important thing. It's like fart school. Uh, <laughs> Casey yeah, is yeah. clearly the professor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> professor Emeritus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but apparently uh, instructional smiling classes have been a part of Japanese culture for several decades because of the people's notorious difficulty to convey their feelings through facial expressions. Uh, but they once again risen in popularity after the pandemic restrictions were lifted. Hmm. Uh, airlines will usually be happy to sell you. Welcome more than- to John Wayne Airport. Uh, we'll be happy to sell you more than one seat for your trip. Although they really don't advertise, they really don't advertise it. But one woman with three seats for herself felt that wasn't quite enough and decided to build a fort while she was on a plane. That sounds cool. Uh, yeah. It's a video that I saw. She turned her row into uh, row and coach into a business class suite with walls using plastic wrap. Uh, she even gave herself a roof while passengers across the aisle from her filmed the pre-departure construction project. Was this for um, perceived hygiene or was she I think a germaphobe she Either insane? Either she's nutty or she was doing it to get a reaction. Okay. and For social uh, media. Yeah, something like that. Uh, the whole thing began uh, to look like a, a giant spider web and then she covered her face in plastic wrap, which is... Generally inadvisable because you can't breathe, but it turns out she was just using her face to hold out stretched pieces of plastic wrap until she tore it off of the sheet so she could use it for pieces of a roof. A crew member finally came over and started to tear down the house, letting her know that this isn't permitted. Uh, He threatened to have her detained while she yelled for help. The flight attendant is correct uh, because the plastic wrap could be an obstruction in the event of an emergency. Of course, yeah. Uh, apparently, they managed to take it down and, I guess, get her off the plane. But the video wraps up before we find out exactly what happened. But they tossed her off the plane. Uh, they did? Wow. She was, she was, she, there was a, an issue. Yeah, I would think so. All right. Police in Rhode Island released body cam footage that shows the arrest of a uh, Cranston City Council member who authorities said had, was passed out behind the wheel of a car while holding a glass pipe. <laughs> Matthew Riley on Thursday resigned from his position. Responding to a 911 call, police found Riley passed out in his car on Monday. They said they found drugs in there, too. And the footage, which police released uh, earlier this week, uh, Riley jolts awake after a few shakes from an officer. <laughs> the officer says, you, uh, you were literally choking in your sleep. Someone was flagging me down a bit. And Riley says, I have sleep apnea. I'm sorry. <laughs> so the and cocaine. then the officer says, well... 
you have a crack pipe in your hands. <laughs> oh. Oh, Riley yeah. asks him if he's going to be arrested, and the officer <laughs> continues to question him. Oh, the look on this dude's face. And the officer said, are there any drugs in your car? Riley said, no, nothing. And it was an apparent lie. According to the police report, officers said they found crack laced with fentanyl along with other drug paraphernalia while searching his car. I'll say this is the nat- very natty dress uh, yeah. for this guy. He's a council member. Yeah, he's yeah. a city council member. For a crack so. well, He was. Uh, <laughs> Riley says it was a relapse, just went through a really bad divorce recently. Uh-huh. Uh, Cranston Mayor Ken Hopkins said that he's known Riley since he now former council- councilman was a child. I knew him when he was a pothead. Hopkins, <laughs> who said Riley has uh, brought up his struggles with addiction during past council meetings, added that his office has accepted Riley's resignation. All right, and then uh, finally, all right, this is a terrible one to end on, but I need to get to it today because I actually got it. I found it a couple of days ago. A man died on Thursday night after he was hit by a vehicle while he was trying to help a family of ducks cross a roadway. I saw this story. It's so sad. The crash happened just after 8 p.m. Police said the driver, a 17-year-old girl, stayed at the scene and was cooperating. A 12-year-old witness said the man had stepped out of the vehicle to help a family of ducks out of the path of the traffic. William was his name. He said he got out of the car, he was shooing the ducks, and everyone was clapping because he was being really nice. Uh, He said no one moved through the intersection, even staying through the green lights. He said he helped them get over the curb because all the little baby duckies were having trouble. And then he walked out in front of our car. After the ducks were saved, uh, others in the area applauded him. Yay! And uh, the kid said, my mom rolled down the window and said, good job. And I said, good job to him, too. And then right after that, the second after that, the car hit him. Oh, Oh. my God. In front of a 12-year-old kid. That's awful. I mean, he's helping. You got baby ducks and 12 year old kids in this story. William said the car seemed to come out of nowhere. He said, I didn't see the car actually hit him. All I remember is the sound of him flying across the intersection. He said his shoes and one of his socks (gasps) were right here in front of our car. Oh, my gosh. Friggin' horrible. Police are investigating the cause of the fatality. The driver has not been ticketed or arrested. So, oh, man. Those ducklings have to live with that. That is the last story I have in the bizarre California. All right, now I can give away that cash from Sequoia Outback. Yay! Uh, that will take caller number 16 at 215-263-WMMR. Going to give you 50 bucks. I want to thank John from Sequoia and company for being here, grilling us breakfast this morning outside here at One Bala Plaza. Yeah. And if you're entertaining summer this summer, you've got to get to their Memorial Day sale to upgrade everything from your grill and furniture to the deck it sits on, to umbrellas, all that stuff. They got everything. It's the largest showroom in the country. Everything you see is buyable. 309, Route 309 in Hatfield is where you will find Sequoia Outback. So we'll take caller number 16, and you will get 50 bucks courtesy of Sequoia to fill up that grill. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Is your phone an app hole? You know, full of useless apps taking up space? Well, get rid of them and get the WMMR app. You can listen to us wherever you go, get important alerts, and so much more. Because, after all, the world needs less apples. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. 
Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All about getting ready for Friday and Keenan's Irish Pub, North Wildwood, Eggs with Peg, the opening of the Jersey Shore, and our friends at Coors Light, a little soiree that uh, we like to host. Everything from uh, seagull screeching yeah. to doing, we're going to do our te- our twist on the uh, doing a shoey. We're doing a shooby. Uh, and uh, I think we're going to have a seafood buffet while we're there. <laughs> not, not for everyone. No. Uh, but maybe a couple of luck- lucky people, which uh, we're working on. <laughs> and uh, money to give away, all kinds of stuff, man. And, and loads of Coors Light. And we'll, we'll crack those open at uh, 7 a.m. when the bar <laughs> opens. So. Yes. Would you does. call it fine dining on Friday morning? Uh, it yes. may be. Yes. Yes. Well, it's uh, the, the Little Mermaid's opening up. So. Yeah. Right. Mighty fine dining. So uh, we're looking for that. And also opening up this weekend, I want to mention again, is the Machine, Burt Kreischer's movie. Go see that. If you love Burt, go see it. As a favor to him, uh, go for it. Because we want him to have uh, tremendous success. And then he'll keep coming back here and keep doing all the great things that he does. So we want to make sure that you are aware of that. All right. Uh, we're going to give away. For the lesson question, a pair of same-day ride and water park tickets to Maury's Piers in Wildwood. And the question that we will ask this morning is, who wrote the old Blues It vending machine? (laughs) 215-263-WMMR. If you heard earlier and you know, you should call now because we have the uh, tickets for Maury's Piers to give to you. So who wrote the old Blues Hit vending machine? (laughs) 215-263-WMMR. Give us a call. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Coors Light. Join the Preston and Steve Show live from Keenan's North Wildwood. this Friday for the official opening of the Jersey Shore. Be there starting at 6 a.m. It's brought to you by Coors Light. Made to chill down the shore. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, Anna Nicole Smith reportedly deeply regretted passing on the role Cameron Diaz played in The Mask at the advice of her then-agent. According to the story, her agent felt strongly that to take the role, she should have been able to say the word mask. <laughs> hey! Emma Watson revealing she's been separated from longtime boyfriend Brandon Green since late summer 2022. Watson would not specify what caused the split, but did suggest that if Green were a Harry Potter character, his name would be Limpius Dingledork. <laughs> oh, my God. And finally, Bill Gates is reportedly ready to move into a $43 million bachelor mansion in San Diego. Perennial nerd Gates says he plans on having lots of girls over to kiss and maybe even see their boobies. 
That's your Hollywood trash. All righty, we're going to see if you were paying attention and you know the answer to this question. Who wrote the old blues hit vending machine? 215-263-WMMR. It's Nick who wants to see if he's got the answer correct or not. Hey, Nick, good morning. Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog. Correct, sir. Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog. All right, Nick, who wrote the old blues hit vending machine? That was B.B. King. B.B. King, yes. Hang on a second, Nick. We're going to give you uh, some same-day water uh, ride, same-day ride and water park tickets uh, to Maurice Pierce and Wildwood. Unlimited rides on three piers and both water parks, and it's also this week's big friggin' deal. You can get one same-day ride and water park combo ticket uh, to Maurice Pierce for just $70, available now through Sunday, but only while supplies last at WMMR.com. Use the keyword deal. By the way, we got a text from somebody that says bought six uh, six day passes to Maury's. First timers oh. excited to experience. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Preston and Steve, for the great deal. And sorry to bother you at work. So <laughs> Excellent. Happy that you got on board. All right, let's do the bizarre file. Now, Preston and Steve's music, music view on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah. Music news. Right. Brought to you by, powered by BGW. Improve the comfort of your home and lower energy bills with the PGW Energy Sense rebate. Up to $1,400 in savings with new home heating equipment. And you can learn more at PGWEnergySense.com. Uh, during a recent interview, Rage Against the Machine guitarist Tom Morello opened up about his band being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. And he said, it's great. And we are nominated. We were nominated five times. And so I was pleased that we finally got in on the fifth one. I like the idea that uh, there's a place like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that pays attention to the accomplishments in multiple genres of the things that artists have done. He said, over the course of the last few years, I think the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has become more democratic. Hard rock artists, which were normally kind of marginalized from Rush to Kiss to Judas Priest to even Stevie Ray Vaughan, which had trouble getting in now are welcomed in. So I think it's nice. It's a nice home for Rage Against the Machine to be joining some of my favorite bands, Black Sabbath, ACDC, Public Enemy, The Clash. He said that's pretty good company to be in. Yeah. And I wonder what uh, performance from Rage will be like at uh, at the Rock and Roll Hall. It's a good question. You know? Who would join? Because uh, they've, been, they've been known to, you know, yeah. uh, take a real stance or do something defiant yeah. or interesting. And so... It'll be interesting, you know, see what they do. But, yeah, I don't know who would get on board and probably maybe members of Public Enemy, Enemy will be a part of that. So we'll wait and see. Uh, Tool singer Maynard James Keenan performed in drag during the band's Welcome to Rockville set on Sunday in Daytona Beach, Florida. Uh, Keenan seemed to be challenging a recent bill signed into law by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Uh, this past Wednesday, DeSantis signed a series of bills targeting uh, that targeted against drag shows and transgender rights. Uh, one bill in particular prevents minors from attending drag shows. And since Welcome to Rockville is an all-ages festival, Keenan was technically in violation of the new law. There's been no word if there's anything uh, made about that, but they think he was doing that to make a statement. Lars Ulrich credits the use of Master of Puppets last year in the Netflix series Stranger Things as the starting point for a new generation of Metallica fans. Spurred on by its high-profile use in the show, Master Puppets went on uh, top of iTunes rock chart and uh, cracked the Spotify top, top 50 as well. Uh, he said, I'm just so happy that hard music and hard rock still has a place. Uh, to see so many young people connecting with music again, 
I can see my kids. I can see it in the last nine months. The Stranger Things phenomenon of so many young kids discovering Master of Puppets and that being a gateway to maybe more Metallica music or more heavy music or heavy rock music. Uh, for Ulrich, the uh, possibility for metal to reach a new audience seems endless. He said, I see that there's still so much all over the world, the coming of age when uh, kids are 12, 13, 14 years old to get into music and for us to be a part of that discovery. It's an incredible thing. And then finally, over 30 years after splitting from the Rolling Stones, bassist Bill Wyman is sure that he made the right decision. Uh, set for publication on August 31st as Wyman's book called Bill Wyman's Chelsea, From Medieval Village to Cultural Capital. Wyman, I did it. Uh, Wyman spoke candidly about leaving the band, uh, telling the Times Sunday Review, not for a second have I regretted leaving. He said, hmm. within two years of leaving the Stones, I was married to Suzanne. We were been, we've been married for 30 years. We have three beautiful daughters. It couldn't be better. Uh, Wyman, who has stayed particularly close with late drummer Charlie Watts, went on to shed light on his relationship with the other Stones. He said, I see Mick occasionally because Hello. my wife is best friends with his ex, Jerry Hall. Oh, it's you. Uh, Mick and Keith and I send each other Christmas cards. Merry Christmas. And he said, I don't have much to do with Ronnie. Honestly, though, my life is open now in a way that it never was before. Well, good for him. So, yeah, he's It'd take a lot to walk away from a legendary band like that. Yeah. He wrote 11 books, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so he's been quite busy. Ten are coloring books, but... With that, yeah. We'll still count him as a book <laughs> of sorts. All right, and that's it. That's the last story in uh, music news for you. We're going to take a break. Uh, we'll come back in a second and get ready to wrap things up. I do want to remind Northeast High School, you guys are voting for coolest teachers, so you have till about 6 a.m. tomorrow morning to do that. Text word teacher to 39333. We'll find out who gets the free tattoo when we get back. Stay with us. This Friday, it's MMR's official opening of the Jersey Shore. Starting with the legendary Preston and Steve broadcast. This year with a 25th anniversary twist. Live from Keenan's North Wildwood from 6 to 10 a.m. Presented by Coors Light. Then join Pierre Robert on the air at noon for a sneak peek of MMR's finally summer weekend. Pierre tracks three of his favorite album sides on vinyl. It's the perfect playlist while you head to the Star Beach Bar at the Icona Diamond Beach for Brent Porsche's four-hour happy hour and live broadcast. Don't forget, you can listen anywhere with the free MMR app. Or just ask your smart speaker to open MMR. Happy summer from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. The Jersey Shore. Our program is coming to a close. And uh, on a beautiful day, too. A high of 74 degrees and uh, partly to mostly cloudy skies here and there. We'll see some peaks of sun. Uh, but tomorrow is fantastic. It's 81 degrees and sunshine. I oh, love it. Yep. And then uh, Thursday, 72 and partly cloudy. And then Friday, we're going to top it out about 73, partly cloudy skies. Then uh, shorecast, we're looking at uh, low to mid-60s and uh, clouds, but no big downpours or anything like that. So Excellent. That's wonderful because earlier or late last week, it was looking like, you know, 70% chance of rain, and it no longer looks like it's going to be that way. So well, that can change, too. It's it for the better. Yeah, it could be awesome. Who knows? Uh, I would like to thank uh, Maggie, who yeah. came on this morning. Maggie is a teenager who got bit by a shark in Stone Harbor, and she told us the story. She's okay. She only had, like, <laughs> oh my god, six <laughs> stitches or something like that. Um, uh, there you go. All right. There's a few things going on here in the background. 
trying to get my S together. All right. How's that going for you? Not so good. <laughs> All right. So we thank Maggie and we thank Sequoia Outback, our buddy John Yay! and company for coming by today. Their Memorial Day sale going on right now. 2420 Bethlehem Pike in Hatfield. Route 309 in Hatfield. You can't miss them. It's huge. You can go to decksupplies.com to get the information. But if you need outdoor stuff, they've got it all. You're not going to find a better place. Everything. Uh, so we thank them for coming by this morning, too. And we have to get a winner for Tattoo Day. So why don't we do that right now? Our Tattoo Day recipient, a $350 gift certificate, Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, is John O'Donnell. Yay! From Marlton, New Jersey, and he gets to choose a Preston and Steve themed tattoo to have forever. And you can go to uh, check out work uh, artwork samples of our friends at Floating World uh, by going to floatingworldtattoos.com or search for them on Instagram, or you can just swing by 1729 South Street for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Now, onto the man who's got it all together. Thank you, Pierre Robert. I um, bought Kathy for Christmas a, a swim with the sharks um, <laughs> certificate. You can go, um, you go into these cages and you go down oh, and yeah, sure. they come up to you and you can pet them. They're real friendly. Does the aquarium still do the? Uh, yeah, I the think, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did it a couple times. You yeah. did? Yeah, like three times actually. I think. Well, I mean, can you can you can you go up and touch them? No. They don't. Okay. They don't let you touch them. Huh. Uh, but they swim right by you. It's really? Pretty cool. Yeah. Why don't they eat you? They're fed. They're fed well. Yes. Okay. So sharks only they only bite you if they're you know defensive mode if they're agitated right. or if they're hungry right. and so they make sure they're not hungry okay. and then you just don't touch them so they don't get mad. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. All right. Yeah. Um. Letter of the day. Yeah. I let me hang on. I this thing right here and then there. Preston and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Now the daily letter. All right. The President Steve show is brought to you today by the letter I, as in internets. All right. I and we have the travel table. That is from Shift Outdoors. It is a portable umbrella table that is super lightweight, carries like a backpack, and the table and umbrella easily set up. In just a few minutes, and the anchor, Matt, will keep it uh, set up safely, even in those gusty ocean breezes. You can check it out at shftoutdoors.com. Free shipping on purchase over $100. We're probably going to be giving one of those away while we are Keenan's. Uh-huh. It's pretty awesome uh, thing for you to have it at is the beach. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it's so, very well designed. Super duper sturdy, which is great. Is it a table and a and an umbrella combined? Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So you're like, how the hell do they do that? And how do you lug it to the beach? It um, folds it, up. It folds up into a bag. Wow. Yeah. It's all like a uh, a nylon type material, but it's really really sturdy. So one of the uh, one of the potential hazards of having an umbrella on the beach is uh, you get a gust of wind and the umbrella Correct. flies away and then hurts somebody. Yeah. It, this cannot happen with this device, right? Because you wait. It has a base that you oh. weight down with sand, okay. and it ain't going anywhere. Got it. Yeah. Does it come with a chaise lounge? Um, no, but no. they do sell um, like Tommy Bahama chairs and these bungee wow. chairs and stuff like that uh, at the same website, though. Does it come with an attendant to bring you drinks with a little umbrella in it? Your no. man servant? Yeah. Yeah. You got to supply know. that yourself. All right, just checking. Yeah. It's BYOS. Like a, a lovely bring your own servant. Yeah. <laughs> That's how this thing works. Uh, it's a lovely thing. Yeah, so we'll give one of those on, uh, we'll give one away here on Friday. And, well, we'll be there giving one away. 
there. In the actual venue, but we're also giving away the one on the air for the Word of the Week prize. Cool. cool. What's up on your show today, man? We've got uh, Dave Matthews tickets. Uh, this is fun this week. Um, I've got tickets for the Friday night show. Brent has tickets for the Saturday night show coming to uh, Camden this summer. Uh, and we'll have those all this week. Uh, workforce blocks include Pretty Reckless and Van Halen and the lovely Joan Jet, and it's Double Shot Tuesday. Mm, it's going to be a great day, and I would like to thank our sponsor, Preston Steve Show, brought to you today by Duncan. The Preston Steve Show runs on Duncan tomorrow on a Wednesday. Uh, Fox Good Day. We'll do a little TV time. Uh, we have uh, Secret Text for it, and we're also going to have celebrity designer. And TV host Nate Burkus. Yes. Visiting us as well. Nate Burkus. We've had him on before. Those things and more tomorrow. That's it. We're done. Ray John, have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye bye. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the U.S. Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. That's cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP.